Yo, 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 Nothing's Normal Podcast. It's your host, Spitex. Back at you with another episode. Yeah. It's take two, man, my big bro. Yeah. You know, I'm feeling good. Town Energy bits. back, right? Um, do a couple shout-outs before I get to the big brody, man. I'm excited, man. Shout out to GBA. Shout out to the home studio, Greenleaf. Shout out to Polymath. But uh enough of the shout-outs, man. No, we gotta shout out the town. We gotta shout out the town. Ooh, shout so, out okay. The, Ooh, okay. Let's yeah, shout out the town. Okay, okay, okay. Let's do that. I love it. I like the energy. We definitely gotta shout out the town. Big Greenberg. Yeah. Um man, this is uh I consider this guy here uh a big brother of mine. Um, if you was born in them late 80s, early 90s, you've definitely had some Troy Millen's tutelage. Um, <laughs> for sure, it's indefinite. I mean, if you was anywhere, there's no way, whether it was a cookout, a party, some advice, how to do th- Listen, we're going to get to it. Yeah, but, man. Um, without further ado, man, who I got sitting to the left, yeah, man? Yeah, man, appreciate that. My brother, Spanx, I'm happy to be here. This is Troy, co-founder of Earn Your Leisure, but more importantly, Greenberg resident. Yes. <laughs> yes. Lance Grass. Absolutely. Um... Troy, man, okay, Greenberg resident. You know, over here, nothing's normal. We have uh, this policy. We don't like to start on page 50. Yeah. You know, and none of us 50 yet, Low willing, we get there. We like to start the story from the beginning just to give the viewers an idea because you are Troy Millens. Yeah. You're, your goals now. So <laughs> a lot of times, you know, people need to see that, you know, you guys are human. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of things you guys went through, y'all can help some of us skip them steps. Yeah. When you realize, you know, it's, it's a lot of similarities there. Yeah. But uh, with that being said, uh, growing up in Greenberg, what was your experience like uh, coming from Greenberg? Yeah, man. It, it was, I mean, Greenberg means everything to me, man. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a very important place. It's a very unique place. And even the history of Greenberg, if you look back to the early uh, 1930s, 1940s, right. you know, this was a place where black celebrities came to escape in a city. Yeah. Right. So when you go back to, you know, you think Roy Campanella, who's a baseball Hall of Famer, mm-hmm. he, he lived here. Gordon Parks yeah. lived here. Um, this was a, a, a upper class uh, black neighborhood, yeah. um, and so the tradition is still here. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the reason that we still here right. uh, and never left. Really, you know, yeah. people say that you, you can't go back home. I said that's true, but we never left home. 100%. Um, so For sure. Greenberg means Hello. so much, man. Mm-hmm. Um, but before I go there, man, I, I want to yeah. give you your flowers. Oh, okay, um, thank you. Because I think that's important, man. I don't. I don't underestimate or undervalue what you what you're doing here uh, with nothing normal. I think it's incredible. I've watched every episode pretty much, wow. and um, just watching your growth from being the young man that you were, you know, from like I said, from the basketball courts and chasing chasing dudes <laughs> off the courts. He hey was man, a, the, the knockout king, for sure. When, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, to being <laughs> a productive member of your community um, right. and a respected member of community. I mean, that's not easy. That's not. That's no small feat. And I'm talking about the responsibility of being a mentor to some, being a father, mm. you know, being a coach. You, you know, you, you've been helping my, my nephew out in boxing. You know, I don't underestimate or, like I said, undervalue any of those efforts because there's a lot of other things that you could be doing that are negative. Right. But you've been so, so positive um, in what you've been doing that mm-hmm. I got to commend and salute you, man. I'm I'm so proud of you, man. Yeah. I'm so proud of you. That means a lot. Yeah, for sure. Brother, of course, of course. That means a lot, man. Of course, my brother. Man, don't get me on here tearing, man. Nah, nah, that, nah, that, nah. that really means a lot coming from you, because like I said, you've been somebody who I have watched a lot of myself and even past me, a lot of my peers, mm-hmm. really come into, you know, the people we're still trying to grow to be, you know? So uh, you played a big part in that. 
even to this day when you talk about the podcast, um, I never had dreams of being a podcaster. Yeah. Then I, I said that to you when I walked yeah. in. I'm like, yo, think about six years ago, seven years ago, mm -hmm. would you ever even think you have your own show? Not at all. And I'm looking at, like, I'm like, yo, Spank's got his own show. Yeah. And he's consistent with it. Mm -hmm. And every time I, I hit you, I'm like, yo, just don't stop. Yeah. Because for a lot of people, when they look at us and the success of Earn Your Leisure, yes, it's, it's, it's founded here, but they look at it as the goal of where they need to get to, right? right? And mm -hmm. I'm like, well, everybody can't make it to the show. So some people feel like, well, where can I go? Mm -hmm. And so the more avenues that are created, that are productive, that helps, right? Yes. So when I see you talking to young men who just are trying to, you know, yeah. figure it out, they Absolutely. just came home and mm -hmm. they trying to, you know, do the, the music thing, you are outlet for them, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I think it's, it's important that we provide more outlets. And Absolutely. so what you're doing, like I said, it's incredible, man. Don't, yeah. don't stop. I appreciate that. I feel like that's how we gonna push our culture forward. Mm -hmm. It's not that we all gonna be on the same level. Everybody got a part. Each level, just yeah, handle what you can handle, and then you know, yeah, I, I appreciate that. Wow. Yeah, 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 my guy. I appreciate you. Appreciate yeah. The podcast is EYL inspired. Like I said, and that's a form of giving back. That's a whole nother topic. We gonna get into it. Yeah, yeah, do it. Yo, 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 Nothing's Normal Podcast. It's your host, Spanx. Are you tired of feeling overwhelmed when it comes to insurance? Do you want to focus on what matters most at home and in your business? Let me introduce you to ZRM Brokerage, a company that believes in making risk management your best investment. Founded by Daniel Gaini. They're providing expert risk management services with neighborly care since 2017. Over here at ZRM Brokerage, they operate off morals, honesty, integrity, loyalty, somebody that's gonna keep it 100 with you, not just look for the dollar, you know? ZRM, which stands for Zara Risk Management, pays homage to the kindness and generosity of Daniel's grandfather, Joseph Zara. Their mission is simple, to empower you with the knowledge and tools to simplify the complex world of insurance. Now, they probably never taught you this in school, but life is all about resource. And Daniel Guiney, he's got a lot of that. He deals with top experts when it comes to insurance all over the globe. Now, if you're waiting for the accolades, trust me, we don't just walk it, he talks it as well. He's backed by an MBA from Iona University. He also has won the prestigious Millie Award from the Westchester Business Journal, y'all. Head over to www.westchesterhomeinsurance.com to get your free quote from ZRM Brokerage Insurance Company. Nothing's normal. Without further ado, Mr. Troy, yeah. um, you know, uh, a lot of us, you know, everybody's raised different. Mm -hmm. uh, nothing's normal for real. Um, how was your parent situation like growing up, in, uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, out here in the world? Yeah, man. So I, I'm I'm Jamaican, man. I, I, oh. I hold I hold that flag very high. My mm -hmm. parents are both from the same neighborhood in Kingston, Jamaica. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's kind of interesting. My nice. uncles, yeah, my uncles were actually best friends. So my mom's brother and my dad's brother were best friends growing deep. up. That's deep. Yeah, but they never really knew each other just because of the age difference. Mm -hmm. uh, and then my mom's family kind of moved outside of, of Kingston. Um, and then they ended up here in the Bronx, man. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay. Is, yeah, wow. Okay. Yeah, crazy. yeah. I knew that. They, they didn't know that. Yeah, though. they ended mm -hmm. up in the Bronx. And um, one day my dad was just like interested in the young lady. He had no idea that it was one of his friend's sisters. And, you know, rest is history. They got yeah. married, had three kids. So I was born in the South Bronx. Okay. Shout out to everybody in Soundview. I know everybody. Oof, sometimes when they hear the Bronx, they're like, yo, he's from the Bronx. I'm like, nah, I was born there, but I was definitely raised in Greenberg. Mm -hmm. And I was, I don't even want to say I had the privilege of being raised in Greenberg right. because it's a place that changed my life mm -hmm. when I think about it. 
specifically the community center, you know, with the epicenter of our town, mm -hmm. it gave me so much. Um, it gave me an, an idea of what I wanted to do in the future, mm -hmm. being that I was working with kids right. from a young age and working after school programs yeah. and doing a rec, doing rec, Everything. you know what I'm saying? Doing, I had to sit on lock. Doing all these things. And it was like when I had to figure out what I wanted to be in life, like there was a couple of the routes I was trying to choose, but none of them felt natural to me. And working with kids felt natural to me and mm. working around sports felt natural to me because I was obsessed with sports, still am obsessed with sports. And so that's kind of how I got the, to the point of being a teacher right. was finding my natural gift. You know, sometimes, sometimes people say you got a spiritual gift. Yes. You just got to find it. Yeah. It's like what you do naturally when that meets, uh, what you do naturally meets a value add for people mm -hmm. plus, you know, intuition. That's where your purpose is. And my purpose was educating. Right. So that's something that you picked up on early. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, okay, that's that's dope. Yeah. Um, so obviously, you know, you actually answered a few of my questions because, you know, at least in America, if you want to be a teacher, you have to have some sort of degree. Yeah, 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 but, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Where'd you go to college? So I went to, it was crazy, man. When, I remember being a senior and, and not even thinking about college, right? Yeah. Like I said, we from, yeah. my friends ain't from here. Yeah. We ain't know, I ain't know about went. To, my, my brother went to college for one year and that was it. Yeah. And I ain't know anybody else in my family that had went. And so it wasn't really on my mind until, you know, I saw all my peers going. Yeah. And my girlfriend at the time, she was going. I was yeah. like, well, I guess I got to go too. Yeah. What am I going to do? And um, at the time, I was, like, still obsessed with sports. And I figured, like, if I can't play the sport, I'm going to be around it. So I wanted to do sports medicine. I actually wanted to be a physical therapist mm. until I started taking classes. And I'm like, yo, I've... I suck at science. Like, I fucking, I'm really, like, <laughs> I got no chance. I remember the saying, like, uh -huh. in order to, to be a physical therapist, you had to take all these, like, kinesiology, anatomy with cadaver, uh, physics, chem one, chem two, bio one, bio two. And I'm like, I'm drowning. <laughs> like, I'm like, yo, I got no chance, right? And then I'm in a class, and I'm like, they're like, yo, there was like 60 of us in this class. And they were like, you know, only f five people are going to make it to the grad school program. And I'm looking around, I'm like, there's only five of us in this room that's making it. I'm doing the math. I'm like, there's no way it's gonna be me. Was you the only black one in the room? Nah, nah, nah. Was, right. So there was this other girl who was yeah. in there who was actually, she was great because she helped me. I yeah. was like, I ain't, I don't got a chance. It's two of us in here, man. Yeah, What's it's up? two, and I, I'm looking at, I'm, <laughs> you know, I'm taking tests yeah. and I'm like, yo, I'm like, yo, my pops is older than the grades I'm getting. Like, this <laughs> shit is crazy. Like, I got no, Damn. yeah, it was bad. It was I never heard that one. Yeah, that nah, was That's bad. a Homeland special right there. Exactly. So <laughs> I'm like, they were like, don't worry about it. We're gonna curve the grade. I'm like, I don't, you can't curve a 31. Like it don't, it ain't, it ain't gonna math. Yeah. And so I'm like, all right, well, I ain't gonna get into this PT program. Yeah. I'm about to be finished like my junior year at this point. And I'm like, yo, I gotta, gotta get out of here with something. Yeah. And so I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm like, oh, I got enough credits to match that degree. And it right. was health science. Yeah. So I'm like, perfect. I'll do that. I got it. So I'm finishing oh, wow. up a health science degree. But then I graduated with that and they're like, what you gonna do with it? Yeah. And I'm like, shit, <laughs> I don't, I don't know. Uh, be a rapper. Yeah, I, I guess, right? Like, <laughs> I guess that I'm going to start my rapping career. Yeah. But I something hit me. I, I had um remember the conversation that I had in, when I was in high school with my, mm. my phys ed teacher. Yeah. Wow. Shout out to shout out to Dells. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Dells. Yeah, yeah. Shout so Dells, Dells, he I asked him when I was 18 wow. years old how much he had made. And he told me he made one hundred and thirty-five thousand, hundred forty thousand dollars. Wow! And I'm like, what? Yeah. How? Like, yeah. my dad don't make that. Like, you're making that doing this? Yeah. He's like, yeah, I'm a teacher. I'm like, yeah, but you're the gym teacher. Yeah. Like, he was like, no, 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 no. I'm a teacher. We're all getting paid the same. Yeah. It's just a matter of years and education you have that mm. determine your pay. Right. So I'm like, 
how did you get to 140 though? Because I don't think like the social studies he just making that. And he was like, well, here's the key. I'm getting a base salary of 110, right? <laughs> right? Because he had been working for like 20 years at the That's time. Right, yeah. But here's what he really did. He was like, well, I coached three sports. He was like, and I coach the sports that nobody really mm. pays attention to or cares right. about at our school. You know that. Yeah. It's basketball, it's football. Hello. Right? So he was the golf coach. We had that? Exactly. That's tough. <laughs> he was the bowling coach. Definitely didn't know we had that. Right? And then he knew. You know, he was <laughs> on the bowling team. Right? And, 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 but then he was the soccer coach in the fall. Okay. And, but those are all varsity sports. And so varsity sports, the coaches get between six to $9,000 for the season. Up right? front or? They, they probably yeah, has a stipend or something like that. Right. But like but you still, figure like yeah. you do that for three teams for as a varsity coach, you've made at the max yeah. 27000 yeah. Right? Wow. On the minimum, if he's making six, he's making another additional 18000 a year on top of what he made. And I was like, yikes. Yo, I'm going to take your job. Smart. I'm coming to take you. I told him like at 18, I'm coming to take your job. So I remember the conversation. I'm like, I'm gonna go back and be a phys ed teacher because mm-hmm. I got this health science thing. And so I was looking up programs. There's only two programs wow. in the state that I could go to. It was like Queens College mm-hmm. and Manhattanville because mm-hmm. they just started a phys ed program, which yeah. is great because I know once you start a program, they got to get a certain amount of people to get through the program, pass the program right through, to yeah. show you like, yeah. yo, this program it is works. great. Keep yeah, it. Yeah. So I'm like, year. One and a half, I'm like year two of the joint. So I'm in there, ace and everything. I got out of the joint, I'm like, perfect. But they allowed you to teach while you were going to school. So I'm like, oh, this is perfect. I can actually get paid now. It's perfect, yeah. So I went back to, to Woodlands and I applied and um, I never heard nothing from them. Of course you did. <laughs> yeah, 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 Of course yeah. you did. Shout out, shout out to the town. <laughs> yeah. I heard, never heard nothing from them. Yeah. And so I, I ended up uh, doing this like job fair. It was like some speed dating for, for like, teaching jobs, mm-hmm. <laughs> it was like you sit down and they right on the spot, like interview you, and if you got it, you got the job. And if it didn't work, you go to the next person. So I did that, and I ended up getting a job in the Bronx, man. I thank God for that opportunity. Listening to you, like <laughs> you, you just realized, like, you know, now that I'm at this age, I'm getting older now, you just realize what kind of friends you needed back then. <laughs> I'm not saying I didn't have those kind of friends, but we weren't, we just looked at Delzio like he was cool. We never picked his brain. We yeah. never asked him his salary. We just liked the fact that he let us do what the hell we wanted to do. You know what it was? It was because wow. how relaxed he was, how cool he was. Yeah. But also, he looked like he was having a good time. Yeah. And I'm like, yo, I want to have that level of luxury <laughs> when I do what I do. Right. And I'm like, I really want that job. Yeah. Like, at the time, he was wearing, like, sweats to school. Yeah. And he nobody. So these are the real reasons. I'm like, look. Number one, there's there's no state testing in phys ed, mm. so I don't have to worry about that. Right. There's no homework in phys ed, so yeah. I never have to worry about that. Right. And when it comes down to parent-teacher conferences, like how many people are going to see the phys ed teacher? Yeah, nah. Not many. It's like recess. At the, they don't, yeah, that's but that's how they're looking at it, yeah. right? That's how most people are viewing it. So I was like, all right, that's cool. I want to change the stigma of that, right? And mm-hmm. so like most times, I'd never tell people that I'm a gym teacher. I would say I'm a physical educator, right? Because I'm as educating around the physics of of the human body. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Or, it's a science. Absolutely. Um, and so I always, like for years, I'd be like, yeah, I don't teach him. Like that's just yeah. the classroom that yeah. houses what I do. Right. Um, but yeah, it was, it, was, it was because of him, really. Yeah. I was like, yo, I, I need to get to 140 because at the time, my my dad definitely wasn't making 140. My mom 1,000 percent wasn't making 140. Uh-huh. I'm like, if I can make 140, I've made it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like anybody that gets a six figure, 
especially where we from, you know the dude that's making six yeah, figures? For sure. Yo, he yeah, made he's it. He's him. Yeah, he made it. He's him. Yeah. How old was you when you uh, became a phys ed teacher? So I was, I started at 26, and I definitely didn't start with 100,000. Yeah. And they started me at like 50 bands, 50, yeah. like 52 bands. Mm -hmm. And I was like, bet. Yeah. <laughs> yo, Even then. Yeah, I'll take it. I'm Listen, like, yo, yeah. I'll take it. I'll take it. Just because I wanted to get my foot in the door, mm -hmm. and I wanted to see what it was like. And when I started doing that, it was crazy because everything that I learned in school, right. I threw out the window. Wow. Everything I learned in, in the center, right. I was like, oh, I can apply this. Absolutely. Because I'm like, this, this is real. Like, I really got to manage kids. I really got to have structure. I really got to be able to stand in front of this class and be able to deliver something. I really got to be relatable. I really got to be empathetic and sympathetic. Mm -hmm. I got to play all these roles mm -hmm. in order for this to work inside the setting. So my yeah. first day teaching, wow. I had the all boys class. Um, and I see some of them students now. And it was rough, bro. That shit was rough. Ow. They was 14. Oh, okay. They had eighth grade boys. Yeah, that's there. That's so, tough. yeah, it was, it was my tough. first class. i never forget. I walked in that, and they was, they, it was bad. Yeah. And I was like, damn. And then right after them, I had an all-girls class, and I was like, they killed me. And I was like, damn. And I walked out the building, me and his first-year teacher, and she was like, how was your day? <laughs> and I was like, yo, they won today. Yeah. But they never going to win again. Mm, that's tough. I said, they never going to win again. She's yeah. like, what you mean? I'm like, <laughs> tomorrow I come back yeah. and I'm different. Yeah. And that moment right there, I needed it. Because I was like, all right, bet. You got to go in there with a different game plan. That didn't work, right? You try to be the structured, yeah. what you learned in school. Right. Nah, throw, it out, the throw it out the window. Yeah. Be the guy that you know from working with kids in the center. Be the guy that you know from working with kids in the yeah. Bronx and students, Not teachers. Book stuff. Nah, yeah. nah. Throw it all out, come in with a new game plan. And I carried that game plan for eight years in the Bronx, and it worked. It That's worked. Tough. Yeah, it worked. Before we get off of teaching, I know a lot of teachers. Talk about that feeling you felt when you got tenured. Talk about that uh, tenured feeling. That's a big feeling for a lot yo, of teachers. Yo, it was crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like, a lot of times you work for that. Yeah. Uh, and it's goal. unfortunate uh, yeah. because after people get it, then you start to see uh, a downtick in their production Clearly. because they feel like they have that job stability. It was just, I didn't even know I had it. Really? I'll be honest with oh, you. Wow. Yeah, yeah, I had no idea I had it. Um, I, you know, I was working usually after your third year, you know, you get evaluated, you get evaluated because you're probationary for mm -hmm. the first three years. Right. And um, I think the last day of my third year, I got called into the office and uh, I thought the principal was asking me to get her some lunch because, you know, sometimes she was coming up like, Yo, you going to lunch, Millions? Can you grab me something? And um, I was like, yeah, what's up? She was like, I need you to sign this paper. And I'm like, what? What is it? And she was like, oh, we, we granted you tenure. Oh, and wow. I was like, oh, thanks. Oh, bet. <laughs> oh, bet. <laughs> I was like, bet. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm like, yo, if I don't get this, what's next? Yeah. Like, I don't I don't know what I'm going to do if I don't keep this job. And when they gave me tenure, it was like, there was a commitment from them to me. And in my mind, I was like, I'm going to show a commitment to them. Even though the environment isn't ideal, the class sizes aren't ideal, <laughs> right? Like, I'm like 90 kids. Yeah. I got two basketballs. Even all that, although that wasn't ideal, Two yeah, basketball. yeah, it was crazy. Okay, yeah, but that's, that's I, I factored exactly, yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah, and yeah, a jump rope. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, <laughs> I gotta be creative enough to make this work, but they showed a level of commitment to me, so I'm gonna show a level of commitment to them. I mean, that that was always who I was. Yeah. I, I've been though. It was Definitely. like I'm the guy that's outside. I'm, yeah. greet, I'm greeting the kids. Definitely. You know what I'm saying? I'm the guy that's helping in the hallway. I'm the guy that's volunteering for lunch. And they got a school dance. I'm to do chef. Like Definitely. those were naturally the things. That's but I had thing. learned that again, being okay. in the center, it was like, yo, they want. There was a big focus on men being leaders in our community. Right. And so when 
kids got off the bus, we was out front yeah. getting the kids off the bus. Yeah. When parents were dropping off kids, we were the ones opening the doors for the parents and the kids to get out. Leading, but also leaving an impression, mm-hmm. right? Absolutely. That, that part gets overlooked. Like, need to reach. This is the impression. Like, yo, when you come here, there's guys who are leading. There are men who are leading. There's a level of safety that you're going to feel mm-hmm. when Comfort. you drop your kids off. Yeah. yeah. And so I just carry that throughout my entire career. Yeah. That's the blessing about um, there's no place. I've, and I've, I've been, you know, a few different places, a lot of different. Com- there's no place like the communities. I nah. haven't seen anything like it. Have you seen anything like it in your travels throughout never. the world? There's never. And that's why I, wow. I, I'm always big on that's, saying that that's where we're from. That's tough. Um, so, mm. like, I talked about the purpose part, right? right? Like, being able to work with kids, working in after-school programs, understanding, like, education was going to be my path. Mm-hmm. But, like, think about all the other things it's given me. Absolutely. Like, my, my best friends in the world, yeah. their ties are there. Right. Like, I meet my business partners there. I meet my wife there. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's how much, like, yeah. I meet all the people that are in my life. I pretty much kind of meet them there or we were there together. Mm-hmm. And that's, like, what other place can I say meant that much? Wow. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's that real to me. And, and that's the reason why even now it's like, how do we give back to our community? Like, we got to go through that first. Yeah. We got we to make sure Definitely that we touch that, that building yeah. first Definitely. to make sure that if we're giving back to the community, it starts there and then we'll figure everything else out. That pivots right into the yeah. community center. Yeah. Um, you, uh, I feel like, earn your leisure is most definitely, the seeds of it yeah. was planted in the community center amongst all of y'all, because a lot of y'all, you know, y'all would congregate there. Yeah. Millions of man hours to a conversation. <laughs> yeah. Um, them grand jury minutes go from Yo, here bro, to, we, we to the other side of the world. Yeah, we was outside, man. Yeah. We was really... Really yeah. outside, mm-hmm. having conversations in the parking lot to three in the morning. Yes. You know, like, yeah. I mean, night after night, yeah. then going to work at seven o'clock in the morning, like really doing these things. Like, right. it's not foreign for us to be outside. Like, that's all we's, we've ever done. Always. But that place gave me vision, right, mm-hmm. when I had the opportunity to 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 run that, the program. Yeah, I was going to get into it. You like, know what I'm saying? What was your role as far yeah. as the community center? I'll talk about yeah. it. You was a camp counselor. I did it all. Know, we know you, you know, for the infamous crossroads. <laughs> that's We know you. That's a program that I, I don't want to, I don't, because you know how, you know, the town sometimes yeah. if I misquote something, so yeah, I don't yeah, want yeah. to say it. Yeah. I, I only know you. Was that your create crossroads? Was that I your, did not. You I did, did not. not create that. So that, that actually existed for 40 years. Okay. Maybe thirty years Excuse prior to me. me to me start to me being in charge of it, but right. even that was a blank sheet of paper, mm-hmm. and it was like, yo, here's a fresh canvas for you to create on. Um, and so I was like, great. I had done everything already at Definitely. the center, like you said. Like I was a camp counselor, did the rec specialist, site manager, whatever you want to call it. You didn't do maintenance. I didn't do maintenance. <laughs> I didn't do that. I couldn't get dirty <laughs> like that. You know, I ain't get my hands dirty. I ain't get my hands dirty. Yeah, you know, I ain't get my hands dirty. Yeah, now nah, we not getting our hands Greg dirty. Greg might have did maintenance. Nah, Greg ain't maintenance. <laughs> Greg, Greg was a supermodel. Yeah, Greg was a man. We, we, yeah, shout Greg, out to Greg. Yeah, he, we, yeah. we, we wasn't getting our hands dirty Greg. like yeah, that. Yeah, but yeah. we, uh, yeah, I mean, after school programs um, played a vital part in that too. So this is where we, you know, we were able to look at the young people in our community and say like, who needs a job? Yo, come work at the after school program. Yeah. Um, so even even students, right? Yeah. Like that's where we see Ad, right? That's where I find. That's where I, yeah. find, that's where I first meet him. Yes. But yeah, the program. I had the opportunity, man. I was walking in, you know, the center for one one day, and um, Jr. was like, James was like, Yo, yeah. look, I need you to run this program for me. And I was like, 
what is it? And he was like, Crossroads, you know, you know, Steve's not doing it this year. Steve Lewis, shout out to him. I know he, he had a big role in, in, mm. in the program as well. Okay. He's not doing this year. I need somebody to do it. And I was like, bet, I'll do it. Cool. I just need to bring um, a couple of people in. And um, so I brought Greg in. Okay. Yeah, well, I brought Greg. And so yeah. this is how they did it to me. They was like, yeah, all right, we're going to have Greg running and you can be the, the, co- <laughs> the co-chair. Of I'm like, wait, <laughs> I brought him in. Yeah. Yeah. But he was like. My plus one. Exactly, but he looked at it and he was humble enough to say like, yo, he brought me in, yeah. he gonna run it. Mm-hmm. And so like, he would just like oversee the things, but I was like putting like the foundational pieces in. Mm-hmm. And so like, I, I'm looking like, yo, who can I hire? I bet this is what we gonna hire, mm-hmm. here's what we gonna do. I want to treat this, cause Greg's a guidance counselor, but he wasn't mm-hmm. a teacher. Okay. And I was looking at it like, yo, I'm gonna treat this six weeks of the summer, like the 10 months of school that the kids miss. Wow. And so I wanna give them topics and things that I know they're not learning in school because I'm in school, right? And if I can't help with the, 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 the problem and become part of a solution, then I really am complicit. And like that never sat well with me. Mm-hmm. I never wanted to feel complicit in education where I was getting paid to do a kids a disservice, right? Definitely. Because if they're not learning from what we're doing, then I know what's gonna be outside waiting for them, right? right? The environment gonna take a hold of them. And so I was like, all right, well, let's add some things into it. Let, let's, I remember teaching them etiquette it was like, yo, I'm doing dining etiquette, interview etiquette, yeah. but the, the core part was financial education. Right, wow. So financial literacy was the goal. It was like, all right, well, we're going to teach kids about money because we're paying them. So at the end, you know how this works. Absolutely. Based on where they go to their internship, how they perform, we're going to pay them. I'm like, all right, perfect. We're going to teach these kids about money because this is not being taught at school. This is like 2009, 2010 maybe. I remember. I'm like, they're not, they're not teaching this, so mm-hmm. we're going to teach it. And Shadi had just started his career in financial advising. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what would be even better is if you came in, I'm talking to him, like if you came in and like you kind of did this with us, this would be perfect. Cause like, it's gonna sound different from a guy who works in finance Absolutely. than it does for me. They're gonna listen to me and respect me, but they're gonna actually value it coming from you because this is your, you know, what you do in this career. And so okay, he was yeah, like- qualified. Yeah, he's certified in it. And he yeah. was just like, yeah. He's just like, eh. and I'm like, nah, nah, like, it, yeah. trust me, like, I'll, 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 like, write the lesson plans, and you know, I want you to be the face for this thing. Um, and he was after a while, he was like, I kind, he kind of yeah. like was feeling it. He was like, oh, this is dope yeah. because I get, I get to actually do what I do, but to a younger demographic, and they kind of receptive, and they're willing to learn. Mm-hmm. Whereas when you work with adults, they stubborn, they I rigid. They stuck in their ways where these kids were receptive. And then we started incentivizing, you know, the learning, right? Mm-hmm. Like, hey, if y'all get this right, we're going to buy lunch for your group today. Yeah. And so learning became fun, which is what the goal is for Change education. The whole algorithm. Right. We want to make sure that they enjoy it and to the point where it's like, yo, I want to do that again. I want more of that. I can't wait till we get financial literacy again. And so, like, we did that year after year after yeah. year. And it was like, oh. Yeah. This is special. This yeah. is special. Like special enough to the point when I would go back to work, I couldn't wait for like March to come so I could start planning for the summer. Yeah. Yeah. I wanted to ask you that. Um, do you feel like because like I said, you know, we get these government jobs. Yeah. For stability. Doesn't necessarily mean we agree with the ways and the principles of the necessarily not the necessary job at hand. Did you feel like crossroads was in a way Freedom, did you have that? Because I, I, as a teacher, you see a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. You see the way the system works. It doesn't always work in our favor. And like you said, now you're teaching everything that they're not showing. Mm-hmm. So did that kind of play on, like I said, your energy when you went back 
put you in a negative headspace. Yeah, I mean that. It wasn't a negative headspace. It was just like, you know, I felt like somebody somebody else can do what I'm doing. Yeah. Right. Like somebody else could teach his mm-hmm. ed. In fact, I know somebody's gonna teach it. But who's doing right. that? Mm-hmm. Like nobody can do that. Yeah. Right. Like I don't see anybody doing it. So that must be what I'm supposed to do. Right. In fact, it was like it became super redundant in mm-hmm. a sense where it's like, all right, if I get a kid when he's in sixth grade, right, and by the time he's in eighth grade. It's pretty much going to be the same things that we're going to be doing, mm-hmm. right? There's not, they're not changing or making new sports, right? <laughs> not, it, mm, right? right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like when I get the, mm-hmm. I get the kid in kindergarten, and now I have him in fifth grade. He's seen me for five years. Yeah, K through two is going to be a certain curriculum, but three through five is going to pretty much be the same. Yeah. Now yeah. it's redundant, right? And this is part of the reason why sometimes teachers get, like, they get caught in this cycle of repetitiveness where it's like. I'm I'm drained. I can't keep doing this. Yeah. So so what what the state does and what like education does is like they'll try to change the way things are taught. So like you you might go and you look at you know your son's math homework, right? And you're looking at it like, yo, that you're adding, right? And they showing him six different other ways to add, but you know how to add. Right. You know how to subtract. Yeah. They're gonna show him four different ways how to do it. Well, it really ain't about him. It's really about the person who's educating them, right? If they had to teach subtraction the same way for 20 years, mm-hmm. wouldn't you get burnt out? Yes. This is super redundant. This is absolutely. So they yeah, got to innovate a little bit. Right. So they'll say, well, kids learn differently. And that's true. Absolutely. Yeah. But the goal is to get to the solution, right? Right. You want, mm-hmm. you want to get to the answer. Mm-hmm. But they're going to have 10 different, like, since I've been in education, it was over 15 years, I've watched at least five different ways to multiply. And I'm looking at it like, yo, bro, I know how to multiply. I don't, what is, what are y'all doing here? <laughs> like, that yeah. part I don't know. Yeah. And so that redundancy started sitting for me because I'm like, this, right. this ain't sitting right. Yeah. And it didn't, it just didn't feel fulfilling. Like, mm-hmm. I felt like, yes, these are fundamental skills. Gross motor skills are important. Fine motor skills are important. Being healthy is important. Being athletic is important. Having movement is important. And that's great. But <laughs> who's teaching you about money? which is what we're all going to need. Who's teaching you about where to live? Who's teaching you about taxes? Who's teaching you about the most important decision you're going to make after you, at the age of 16 or 17 or 18, going to college? Who's telling you about that? Because if you're not learning about that, you're going to make a decision that probably won't be wise, probably won't be educated, and you're going to pay for that for the next 10, 15, 20 years. So my thing was like, let's get in front of that. Let's give the kids the information as early as possible so they can make a wise decision in the next five years so they're not the kids that are like, hey, I didn't know this is what student loan is. I didn't know this is what it is to be a cosigner. You know what I'm saying? They didn't. They know these things. And if they don't go that route, here are some other things you can do. So my thing wasn't like, hey, go to college, go to college, go to college. It was like, yes, this is a pathway. But hey, this is also a pathway. Entrepreneurship is a pathway. You could be a civil servant, that's a pathway. Firemen, police, all these are honorable careers that you can do, even if you don't go that way. So we were giving kids options. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Legally higher seltzer water. Just when you thought you couldn't get higher, they go and add 60 more milligrams of THC. They actually added a new flavor to the raspberry acai. Emphasis on the acai. A little bit more calories, but that just means it tastes better. Now, if you don't know about Legally Highest, it is a THC seltzer water. I know for me, I like my 
my clothes to smell fresh. I hate smoky clothes. Like I, oh my God, you walk in a, you walk in a spot and set the fire alarm off. Everybody knows if you want your breath to stay intact, you better have a bev, and it it can't be water. So this is a this is a double bonus. You get the double bonus here, man. You can sip. Uh, nobody's in your business. You could do this around your kids. Uh, actually, speaking of kids, you need to be 21 or older to purchase one of these. So you know, if you're 20, yeah. Maybe we'll get you a case of these for your 21st birthday. If you're looking to purchase uh, some of these amazing drinks and calm yourself down, www.legallyhighest.com. Us over here at Nothing's Normal, we are part of the Polymath Network. You'll get a discount by using promo code POLY20. Well, now that we're high, let's get back into the show. Before we get off that, um, I wanted to ask you, <clears throat> do you think, what are some things, when you get out of school, yeah. do you think you know, standard you need to get out of? When you leave school, what should you know that's relevant to being successful as an entrepreneur as an, I, with our system? Yeah, so what, it, what do you take? What should a student take out of school? So I never left, I never left school thinking I'm going to be an entrepreneur. I think, I don't even want people to even get that misconception. Mm, girl, okay. My mind was like, I'm going to be, a, I'm going to work somewhere. Um, but my mindset wasn't an employee. Right. You know what I mean? I okay. think they were, yeah, they were, yeah, I just think my, my mindset was just different. I never looked at school as my job and the principal as my boss. You know what I mean? Those are yeah. the common thoughts. I always looked at like, yo, we're coworkers. Right. And so I oh, always, wow. I always respected people, you know, not for their title, but for who they were. Yes. You know what I'm saying? So if he was, I looked at the principal and I, I mean, to this day, like even now when I see some of the, the people that, you know, were the principals, I looked at them like, yo, y'all need to do your job. Right. Right. And if you do your job, we're going to look good. Mm -hmm. Right. And if I do my job, we're going to look good. You don't know more about my subject than I do. So you're going to trust me yeah. to run this part of, of the operation. Mm -hmm. Right. So if phys ed is my thing, I'm going to run this. I'm going to run it so efficiently that everybody's going to look good. But you got to do your job. And that's how I always looked at people. Yeah. I never looked at them as my boss. I looked at the school district as my they were my first investors, really. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like whatever I was getting paid, like yeah. that was the investment. They invested in me. Right. So my salary was, that was what they was paying me. That was the investment, mm -hmm. right? And so I was like, all right, well, if they're going to invest in me, I'm going to show them on return what they're going to get. They're going to get the most dedicated. They're going to get the most uh, vigilant. They're going to get the most energetic. They're going to get the most compassionate, empathetic, all these things. That's what they're gonna get every year. And yeah. every year you see that, you don't wanna have me back. Right. And so every year it was like, yo, of course, we gotta have you back Come on. until they don't see you anymore. That's like, and then it's like, oh, wait, we, lost. we missed all that. We're, right, there's nobody to replace there's that. No void if, yeah, nobody, yeah. yeah, and so they, they, that can go two ways, right? When I left the Bronx, I felt that way. I was like, yo, if I leave, nobody's gonna be replacing me. And that sat on, like, I was like, damn, that, that felt heavy to me. For the school? For the school oh, okay. and the community, really. Right, absolutely. Because, yeah. like, how many times do you see black males? come into the world of education. Not so often. I had two yeah. in my life. Yeah. And so I know if I left. <laughs> they might replace you with. Yeah. It ain't gonna be me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. For a lot of reasons it's not gonna be me, but it definitely, it ain't gonna be somebody that looks yeah. like me. That's and that, that, that weighed on me a little bit, but I was like, all right, mm -hmm. well, and this is something I had to learn, like impact is important. Mm -hmm. And so like, yeah, you can impact them from being in that building, but you can also impact them by not being in it. Yeah. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And so wow. I was try, trying to figure that out. How do I do it? Was it bringing a program like Crossroads to the city mm -hmm. and scaling it that way? Or would it be like through social media, which it ended up being yeah. like, oh, this is how I cannot impact again. So you just didn't want to abandon. 
I felt like you that. You didn't want to jump yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You didn't, didn't want to abandon. Wow, that's deep. That's yeah, deep. I never wanted yeah. to abandon that's them passion. because yeah. I, I cared about those kids. I cared mm-hmm. about that community. And I know it's like when somebody leaves, it's like, yo, he didn't care. He was just here for the money. Yeah, especially <laughs> somebody who played who played uh, the role that you played. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who inspired that 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 mindset, or were you just natural as far as looking at? Because not too often people look at their bosses as their peers. Because you know, a lot of some people didn't earn titles. You know, yeah. it's politics. It's, it's a lot of different ways to get a lot of different places. But uh, like I said, to even have that mindset, to even to, to not look at your bosses, your just overall superior as far as a being. Yeah. Uh, who inspired that mindset, or is that just you natural? Uh, I think it was kind of a natural thing, but mm-hmm. it it, it, all, it definitely got enhanced by watching my, my peers. Yeah. You know, Charlie was an entrepreneur, Mike yeah. was an entrepreneur. <clears throat> and so I, I watched how they moved, right. um, and I was like, you know, I have that mindset, I'm just not the entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. And they was like, well, you got a W-2, you're an employee. And I was like, yeah, um. but my mind, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, but my mindset ain't there, right? right. And, and it was the same thing. My mind was ready for that move. Mm-hmm. Even before I physically was ready for that move, right. you know what I'm saying? Because I, that's just how I looked at it. In fact, there were times in the last couple of years when I was teaching. After I left the Bronx, I went to New Rochelle, and they were like, "You know what?" I remember sitting down with the assistant principal. He was like, "You, you should go into administration." And I was like, "Wow, no." Nah. Like, I'm like, "Why, why you, why you think that?" I was like, I, "I'm, I'm not interested in just making more money by getting another position. Like, I don't, I don't think that's for me." Yeah. He's like, "Nah, you got all the tools. You'll be great." And I said, can I be honest with you? And he was like, yeah, yeah, what, what's up? I said, this ain't it. <laughs> wow. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, he's this yeah. AP at the time. He's like, he's like, come to my office. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, he's like, what, what, he's, he's like, yeah, what you mean this isn't it? I was like, there's a, there's a higher calling on me. Mm-hmm. And he was like, mm-hmm. uh, elaborate. I'm like, I know like I'm only here temporarily. Like I'm committed to being here, but I know that there's a bigger purpose on my life. It's not, I wasn't meant to be a phys ed teacher for 20 years. Like, I never thought that I'd be working for 25 years and I would retire and get a pension. Like, I never thought that. You oh, could, no, even if it happened, okay. Never thought that. Like, I even like the people in New Rochelle, I would tell them, like, yo, if I'm here at 50, then I've done something wrong. And they're like, well, you're 36 now. I'm like, well, if I'm here at 50, I've done something hey, I'm wrong. I'm 50, what are you saying? They were like, <laughs> exactly, right? They're like, what does that mean? I'm like, look, if I can't figure out in the next 14 years, a way to not be here, then I deserve to be here. And that's no knock at the, the no. profession. It was just like, I know there was a higher calling. Mm-hmm. And so they were like, that's, yeah, that, 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 that's pretty optimistic of you. I'm like, nah, it, that's that's what I'm putting on myself. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm gonna figure something out. Like, I used to tell people, we gonna figure something out. I yeah. probably told y'all that, yo. Oh, like, oh, what, yo, are you kidding me? Yo, he was like, stay close. Exactly. Stay close. Stay close. Cause we gonna figure something out. Yeah. I don't know what it is. We gonna try a couple of things, yeah. but we gonna figure this, this, this thing out because I just know the calling that we have on ourselves, but I know the level of dedication and sacrifice and commitment that we all had as friends, yeah. that we was gonna figure something out. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when it happened, I'm like, all right, this is the thing. We, this was supposed to happen. This is supposed to happen. Yeah, let me give you a little insight, especially for me being younger than them. Yeah. It was never really, I can't say regular. It was never like from- <laughs> Nothing's normal. From the cookouts, yeah, nothing's normal at all. <laughs> um, from the cookouts at Small's Crib. Yep. To like I said, my first trips to Dykeman and uh, certain restaurants and all of that was uh, they 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 was always doing that kind of, those kind of things. So it was never really a shock to me when I seen the the emergence of this powerhouse that I'm seeing because it was never from what we seen locally. Yeah. It was always just something different about that crew. And uh, speaking about that crew, I want to talk about yeah. uh, you and Rashad. Yeah, um, yeah. 
if you and Rashad, I feel like it's a it's a it's a chemistry. You can't you can't teach that. You yeah. can't. There's no course you could take. There's no duo. You know when to talk. He knows when to, you got. It's just so natural. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about your relationship, with Rashad. Man, how'd you meet Rashad? Yeah, that's. I mean, that's my brother. I always yeah. talk about that. I don't want anybody to get that confused. Like before, there was Ernie Elijah, uh We was brothers, and, yes. and like everybody, sure. everybody knew that. Shout out to Yeah, like we was always together, even though we had. A, a lot of other friends, yeah, like definitely. when it was when it came down to it, like mm-hmm. most the most person, the most likely that you're gonna person you're gonna see us with is each other. Mm-hmm. Um, so I met him. It was interesting. We was uh, I was at Woodlands already. I think I was in eighth grade, and he must have been in sixth grade. So he was at Bailey, um, the elementary school in our town. Mm-hmm. And um, Lopez was doing yeah, the movie. Yeah, <laughs> so he was Tony. doing. Tony. Yeah, shout. I seen him the other day. Oh, you did? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I seen him the other day. Same man, tall. He had the, yeah, yeah. Shout, shout out to Lopes. Shout out to Lopes. Yeah, he, he had to, he was he was talking his his talk. Yeah, um, guy. Yeah, so he, he had the opportunity to bring us to a movie set. Uh, Eddie with Whoopi Goldberg. So wow. This is like '95. So they they gathered a bunch of kids from the from the town in Willands, and I happened to be one of them. Um, and Shotty was one. But I didn't know who he was because I didn't go to Bailey. Yeah. I started Woodlands in yeah. seventh grade. And um, Sean had known him. Like, rest in peace, Eric had known him. Tawan had known him. Everybody knew him. Yeah. And I was like, they call him by his nickname. He must be cool. Yeah. And then they told me that it was Haas's brother. And I knew Haas because, you know, him and my brother the same age. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, yo, yo, you, you, you my man now. That <laughs> like, yo, that's it. I was just like, yeah, Yo, you're my man now, man. Like, I'm rocking with you, yo, bro. Yeah. 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 You know, like, and it, it's interesting because we have a lot of similarities, right? Like, he's a, the, the third of, of, you know, three children. Mm-hmm. I'm the third of three children. Mm-hmm. We both Pisces. Shout so, out to Pisces. Yeah, Pisces, Shout you out. know that. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. so we were, we, we the youngest of, yeah. of, of our families. And so I never had a younger brother. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, bro, you you gonna be my yeah, man? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you my, little, you my we man. We just met, but and he was super quiet. Yeah. Like he never really yeah. talked. So I'm like, all right, bet even more. Like, like yeah, it's perfect. I'm a, I'm, I'm, you know, like it's Your interesting because like I'm a, yeah, like, for people, sure. Yeah. When people watch us on Earn Your Leisure, it's like, nice. yeah, we super professional, and he has a, a lot to say, and I, I get my points in there. And, you know, we we bounce off each other. Yeah, but in public. They're like, yo, he's so quiet. Yeah. And I'm like, I remember when people be like, yo, he wouldn't even speak. Yeah, I'm like, nah, bro. Like, he talks all the time. Yeah. Like, he just got to be comfortable with you I used to be like that. Yeah, they don't, he don't talk. It's like, yeah. yo, I'm, tra- I'm, I'm telling y'all, like, if he's comfortable with he's going to just, he's not going to stop yeah. talking. And nice. so I'm, I'm happy to see that evolution of people seeing that. Absolutely. But they still, every now and then, they're like, he's he's so quiet. He's an introvert. I'm like, that's who he is naturally. But yeah, yeah. that that's to disengage. That's yeah. what it is. Yeah, he's he's super super observant, mm-hmm. um, kind of a stoic personality. Definitely. So you gotta know him to, to, to really understand yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. But like that was the start of it. And then Strategic. we had a love for basketball. Mm-hmm. Obviously, he, he was playing his whole life. Um I started playing like ninth grade. Yeah, you would uh, Yeah, just you I was just, you demonstrated for the for the people. <laughs> nah, 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 we gotta got pay for that, bro. <laughs> yeah, okay. gotta, yeah, nah. And that's interesting because like bought like again and that gets overlooked, but like I didn't grow up like I grew up loving sports, but like I didn't even know AAU was until like I got to Orleans. Mm. So my, my, like I said, they from Jamaica. Yeah. So my my pops is playing cricket. Okay. He playing like you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, with bowling and in the okay. club. Yeah, oh, so yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah. I don't know nobody that plays that. So he don't even know what AAU is. He don't, they don't know any of these things. They right. don't, you know what I mean? So like, I'm just figuring it out because my peers is doing it. So I started playing ball, like probably like eighth or ninth grade. Yeah. But then we played ball together. Um, and then we were kind of like, he was hanging with older kids. Yeah. So I was like, my brother was older. 
And his brother was older, so we was hanging out with each other just because we were the younger guys hanging out with the older yeah. dudes. But he was the youngest of the young. Definitely. So, like, they in 12th grade, he, like, in 7th. Oh, <laughs> you know ninth. what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. And I'm in ninth. So, like, now we just hanging out, hanging out with the older dudes. And then those guys graduate, and now he's hanging out with us. And so he's he's always been with me, like, by my side since, yeah. uh, since that moment. We've been locked in. I mean, literally from 11 years old to today, I probably talk to him every day, um, multiple times a day. And that that's never changed. Like, yeah. he went through, he, when he was playing ball in Hawaii, it was a time mm -hmm. difference, still hitting us. Like, you know what I'm saying? We've just been connected like that yeah. in a real brotherhood. That's why Ernie Leach is different. Yeah, it's, because it's, it's magical. It's, it's a brother. And the same thing with Mike. Yeah, definitely. Are we going to get yeah. to Mike, too? Yeah, same thing with Mike. Um. <clears throat> Let's get into Mike before we yeah, get into yeah, yeah. the, the foreman of Earn Your Leisure, man. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, Mike, you and Mike, I think, are more the same age. Yeah. Both same age. But y'all got a, a good friendship, too. You and Mike is, is super tight. Like like I said, when I got introduced to that whole wave, it was it was, it was a group. Even back then, pre-EYL. Yeah, yeah. You know, did you have a name before we get into Mike? Nah, we, you know what? We had a business. Um, <laughs> She's dick. Damn. We, we definitely had a yeah, business. That's uh, tough. It was myself. It was G. My brother Greg, yeah, uh, Shadi and Smalls. Mm -hmm. um, Shout Smalls. We, actually, I think Shadi came up with the name. It was Money Through Investing, and so we was trying to figure wow. out how to flip real estate. Yeah. This is like two thousand and six, two thousand seven. Yeah, yeah. yeah Small two thousand six. It was my first time coming to your party <laughs> yeah, yeah, at yeah. Smalls Crib, and right. I just remember like somebody getting married back here. I seen oh, he was popping like, bottles, kind of, a lot of yeah, bottles, a lot going on. <laughs> I said, what the hell? I'm used to Slater Center and skating. Yeah, and I went back there. It's, my life got changed. I don't even think nobody's parents would have approved of them being yeah, back there. It Mission was slip. you was we was just trying to elevate the experience yeah. of what was normal for right. us. Mm -hmm. Like you said, it would be like these little community center parties, and we like, well, that's cool, but yeah. that's not really how we live. Yeah, like yeah. we <laughs> live, we 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 drink champagne sometimes. Yeah. We have food catered. We have nice music. Back then, back then Damn. we had you know nice people attending. Yeah, it was, yeah, yeah. The, the guest list was a little different. I tell you, yeah, that. it was it was great, but it changed was, my life. It was different for the town. You know what I'm saying? Was, it was different, hello. and so like it was like, all right, well, we're gonna show people how different we are, but yeah. like. Yeah, we would. That was the original thing we was doing was was having those cookouts. Right. Yeah, shout out to Smalls and his his parents for letting us use the crib. But yeah, Mike. Mike, yeah, yeah, Mike. Mike I, it's Mike. crazy, man. Media Mike, Mike. Media Mike. That's my brother. Um, sure. Again, it, it's a brotherhood before it's anything. Mm -hmm. And um, I know him since I was like literally like six years old. So that when I first came here and was going to camp, like Mike was in my camp group when I was like in kindergarten and first grade. So oh, like him to Juan Munch, yeah, all these court, yeah. all these dudes, all these yeah, 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 they was all in my group. So I remember Mike, <laughs> yeah, I remember Mike was he, was, he wasn't big bro then, he was a little guy. Yeah, like yeah, he was yeah. a little guy with the ponytail. Yeah, no yeah, disrespect, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're not editing that out either. Yeah, like, one of the, uh, one of the yeah, wrestlers. I yeah, think yeah he definitely had the ponytail. X-Pac or something was going yeah, on. Like, but man, I love you, man. It, <laughs> it, it's crazy because it, the guy, you know, when I came back to middle school with them, I remember just like being after school, like, Mike was always in the computer room, like locked wow, in. Like he was me. always in the computer room. Like mm -hmm. after school, it did not matter. Like he would be on that computer and you never really knew. I never knew really what he was doing. I thought he might've been playing SimCity, but he was, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I thought that's what he was doing, but he was always on the computers. Um, and then, you know, again, through sports, yeah. we connected. And even after that, it was like, Mike was moving at a, at a, a, a mm. speed of being an entrepreneur. So yeah. I was watching that. I mean, I literally watched this guy have almost every job from being like working at a movie theater to working at the computer store 
that he sold me my first computer in life, which is crazy. Wow. He worked. I don't even know if you remember CompUSA. He was working oh, there. Oh yeah, CompUSA. I remember yeah, CompUSA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I never. I could count on one hand how many times I've been in there. But yeah, he. I was he, at Foot Action. Guy. Yeah, he. I was. He he sold me my first computer, um, and he was always good at technology, man. Mm-hmm. So it was interesting, you know. Things, you know, he was selling yeah. cars and doing photography, but he always was finding a way, like, and I always respected that, yeah. right? Like before, dudes was really making money like that. Like Mike was outside, really, you know, being an entrepreneur and figuring out ways to make money. Mm-hmm, um, and so I always saluted that, and we, I mean, we just always been tight since then because I respected that so much from him, mm-hmm. um, and so. You know, when it was time for us to come hit to this level, mm-hmm. you know, he had moved to Atlanta because, again, he just yeah. being creative and trying to figure life out and figure out how things work. Mm-hmm. Um, we would try to figure out myself and Shadi. We was like, "Yo, who could help us with this this venture? Yeah. Who kind of knows how to do some of the background tech and things mm-hmm. like that?" And it, I mean, it was it was easy. Yeah, you know, he had helped prior. You know, when Shadi was trying to create his own, you know, persona on Instagram. Yeah, definitely, I you know, they had had that conversation, and it was like. Yo, he can help. Yeah. Um. So it it was a you know we was like yo this, this makes sense, like that's our brother anyway. He has some skills that we don't. Yeah. He can help us. We need it. Let's do it. Yeah. We talk about earn your leisure, the creation of earn your leisure. Yeah. Um. I've seen it on many different YouTube channels that uh you came up with that name. Uh, earn your yeah, bro. Name. And bro, he was trying to scrap it. He tried to sh- yo, but that's airplane. but you in that story. Yeah, sure I never, feel, I never yeah. leave you out the story. Yeah, you never did. Yeah, 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 You told Charlemagne that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, no, because that. yeah, it, I mean, it, that's an interesting time too, because yeah. you know at the time he w- he was creating his own brand, right. and that's that's a stuff. When I talk about brotherhood, that's real brotherhood, right? It wasn't like. Yo, I want to start a brand too because you're starting it. Yeah. It was like, how can I help you build this? And so I remember he was like, yo, let's come up with a campaign. And so we writing up how the campaign going to look. Yo, Mike, you're going to shoot the campaign. This is how the storyline going to look. And so, cool. Then it was like, yo, I need a hashtag for the campaign. I'm like, yo, I remember we was working out um, at Crunch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it, we that was, was in there and I, I came in one day. I'm like, yo, bro, I got it. I was like, I got the hashtag for you. He was like, what is it? And I'm like, earn your leisure. And he was like, nah. I'm like, nah, bro, that, that's it. Because everything you're <sighs> saying, like, everything you're saying, like, especially here, where people have watched us grow up, they watched us have nice parties, like I said, driving nice cars. Yeah. It felt like, yo, these kids are Silver Spoon kids. Yeah. Like, they ain't grow up in the projects, quote-unquote yeah. projects, right? Mm-hmm. Mindset. Right. Right? Definitely. Right, they ain't have it hard, right? They didn't work hard for this. And I was like, nah, bro, like, y'all didn't see every day that I was busting my ass, like, going to school, like, on Saturdays, like, going to school at night, working two jobs during the day, coming to the center. Like, y'all ain't seen none of that. Different types of trenches, man. That's the trenches. Yeah, like, really really grinding, Mm. really, like, just trying to figure this out. And then everything that you saw was the thing that we earned the privilege to do right and so i was like yo it's it's perfect it's er everything we've gotten thus far we've earned and so people gotta do the work to have some of the freedom yeah so i was like it's earn your leisure that's good vocab people don't use that word leisure i'm a vocab i'm a a lingo man so So i mean that's interesting when when i told him and he was using it it was like cool but then i guess he stopped using it. Yeah, so we, that's interesting because I never really heard so, why you told him to, to go back to it. At the time, we used to work out a lot. Shout out to my man Vinny, White Plains High School, hit the bleachers. I done bought everybody there. And me and Shotty, we build. That's big, bro. So, you know, yeah. we, we build a lot. So he never even, I just see it. I watch, you know, yeah. you see stuff on the net. So I remember he would like, 
he would be X, Y, and Z. Every one time he's eating a slice of pizza downtown or something, and he put the hashtag earn your leisure. I'm like, whoa, that's tough. <laughs> like, like I said, we listen to music, you know, in our culture, bars, you, you know, punchlines. I was wrapped up in that. Yeah. So I'm like, damn, that's hard. So I never told him. Then I remember he just stopped out of nowhere. You know, you pay attention. Yeah. To like the use the certain guys you look up to. Me, I looked up to a lot of different people, street guys, non-street guys, regular guys, all kind of guys, and y'all was some of them. So you pay attention. So I'm like, yo, bro, why you stop using that shit? Uh, I'm gonna put this out there. He was gonna use money, power, respect. That was gonna which be the name. I'm like, not for that. Bro. Yeah, let's yeah, let's yeah, let's, yeah, let's yeah. not get carried away here. Yeah, yeah. Money, power, respect. We gonna cancel that. Yeah. I said, earn your leisure. It's just fire. It's the fire shit I ever heard. He was like. I don't know, man. Like, I just, he just wasn't really jacked. I said, no, bro, trust me, bro. You know, I come up with all of the words. I got my own dictionary yeah, out here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the next thing I know, you was on the breakfast club. <laughs> I said, damn. Yeah, yeah. So I, yeah, we, were sitting, sure. we were sitting in my crib, yeah. and we were just like, yo, what's the name? So he had said money, power, respect. I said something else. I was just like, I don't, you know, yeah. we ain't going to be able to use those joints. Yeah. I was like, yo, earn your leisure, man. Like, Makes it's sense. already the hashtag. It's crazy now to think, because, like, when people see us, like, we're synonymous with that name. Like, yeah. yeah, it's Troy Rashad, but, like, bigger than that, yo, that's EYL. That's EYL. And so, like, anybody that wears our shirt, it's like, yo, y'all know EYL. And it's like, that's crazy, because it really was just something that I had created for him to use as a hashtag that now has become a global brand. Yeah. It's Illmatic, bro. And when you think about it, it's like a lot of major pillars in our Five culture, it's like it's always three letters. You got R O C. Oh, E Y L household name. Yeah, it's very. E Y L is the different. Like you know, y'all gotta figure out something we could we could throw up for y'all. E Y L is one of those. Yeah. Like, you know how you got the diamond. We gotta figure out a, yeah. a, a E Y L symbol that we could just. Yeah. Because um, we I could see half the world. That that was I mean that was very yeah. strategic. Yeah. You know when it was earning leisure for a while, but we know things are synonymous with three letters. Mm -hmm. Whether it was, was Y S L. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or even L V, which wasn't three letters, but just those those letters alone, mm -hmm. you know what it meant. Right. And so we were like, wait, if Y S L, and this is before like yeah. sign language and all that. For sure. The brand yeah. Eve Saint Laurent. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. That's why I said in Atlanta, we yeah. got to clarify that. Yeah. Um, but we were like, yeah, look, man, if we just use the EYL, like, that's the brand. Like, that could be synonymous, and that could just be like, you ever, you know, sometimes we'd be thinking, like, you know, the bat signal? Yeah. Like, that you'd be putting up for Batman mm. and shit, we like, yo, it can go up there like that. Yeah. It's going to be tough to write, earn your leave, they ain't going to be able to read it. But, like, if we throw the three letters up, they're going to know what that means. Mike can figure something out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mike yeah, yeah. figure something out. Because that's hard. That's, so, that's, yeah. that's tough. And then he, he actually... When we had the name, then he came up with the the emojis. And so, like, we were just using the emote. Like, at the time, um, Apple had just came up with the facial emojis. Mm -hmm. And so he was just playing. He was like, yo, you think that looks like you? I'm like, yeah, it's good enough. And so yeah, the just, first shirts, actually. Yeah, yeah our the, first, our original logo. I got, those. I got yeah. one of those. Yeah, that's the our original joint was Earning Leisure with the logo faces. And it threw everybody off because when we put it on, like, the, the charts, like, after we started bubbling and... Now you're looking at these charts, right, for for top podcasts and business, and you see like all these professional photos, and then you see these two emojis. And like, <laughs> Who's these little niggas? Who? What the fuck? Like, <laughs> is this real? Yeah. And then hard. every time they look, we just keep right, climbing yeah, and climbing yeah. until that's we classic. we hit number one, and it's like, oh, this is not a game. Like yeah. these dudes is really spitting. Yeah. But we was really spitting the language that we knew. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I think. That's part, of, that's part of the story. This is authentically who we are. How does that make you feel to come up with, 
this is like some shit you would see on the pyramids. When you go see the pyramids <laughs> and you see the language, you see words like um, artifacts, yeah. you know, back in the day, you were educated, you know, you yeah, start yeah. seeing certain different types of diamonds that have something that original. Yeah. To write a script that went as global as global could feel. Yeah. What does that feel like? It's it's pretty surreal, man. Yeah, like, what does I, feel like you know, people are like yo, did you ever dream it would be like this? And I'm like, I don't really think no one dreams that they're gonna create something that's gonna be like this impactful, right? Like nobody nobody is dreaming like I'm gonna do a show that's gonna be a worldwide phenomenon. Yeah. Um. So it was just like, hey, we're walking in the footsteps left for us, right? Like even if you think at on the premise of it, right? Like you got a guy who's in education a guy who comes from finance. And if you put those two things together, you get financial education. Yeah. That's fate, yeah. right? Like I was already on that this path of education. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Like he was already yeah. going down that path. Right. But now how do we educate more people? How do we educate our people? And it became through this medium. And so it's humbling, man. Yeah. Um, and a lot of times, wow. you know, when we're in it, we're, we're so deep rooted inside of the work that we never look back to see the impact. But you mm -hmm. can, every now and then, you know, you can, you feel it, like you right? you pinch yourself sometimes? Yeah, well, you what feel like people walk up to you and they're talking to you about money and they're showing you how much money they've made and they're showing the businesses that they've created and they're showing, like, you know, I was able, you know, to to get my daughter back. Like, all these things and you're thinking, like, like, word, this is crazy. Like, you never know how the the the, the lengths that impact and value can go. And so that's why every day I'm like, Yo, we're never gonna stop because every day from the beginning was like, can we just get one more listener a day? Because I know if one person listens, the impact that it could have, like how can it change? What's the trajectory now after they've gotten the information? And people are using it, man, at a at a different level. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm it's scary. Imagine walking up to something now. I when I was eight years old, I wrote this essay about being a millionaire. Because in my mind, I always wanted to be one. Okay. My mom has it. She, you know, wow. I, I told her I would wow. I told her I was gonna buy a mansion for myself and I was gonna buy her a mansion and a car. She don't drive and she's still waiting on her mansion, but I'm gonna revisit that another time, mm -hmm. right? It's coming. <laughs> it's coming, right? It's coming, so imagine now at nine wanting to be a millionaire to where we at now where I'm having people walking up to me saying that I made over a million dollars with the information y'all gave me. Like, it's just like, you know what I'm saying? Like this person is literally telling me like I've made over a million dollars from that information you gave me about that stock or mm -hmm that investment that you said, I'm just like, yo, you made a million dollars? Like you made it? And they're like, yeah, it changed my life. You changed my life. You know, I'm watching dudes like, dudes you would never think of. And I think that's the beauty of it, right? The dudes that you look like, there's no way these dudes listening to these dudes. Yeah. They on the corner, there's no way, right? No way. No. Yo, I made 40 bands listening to y'all, bro. Like that changes somebody's life like that, Instantly. right? Because you're not taking, the same type of chances that you would if you didn't have the money, right? And so that was, that was our thing. It was like, yo, let's try to educate as many people as possible because we're actually behind on the race. This information has been there. They put it over our head so that people can understand it. But here we come. Simplifying, Simplifying it, decoding the matrix, and now giving it to the people like, here it is. Yeah. Here every day. Here it is. Here it is. Here it is. Now what you do with it is on you. Like, I always, that was always my thing. Like, we're gonna provide the information, the application's gonna be on you. What will you do with it? Yeah. Right? Prior to this, 10 years ago, that information wasn't ready, right? There wasn't as many resources, there wasn't many outlets. Them days, there's no excuse anymore. You know what I'm saying? Like, the inf yeah. even if it's not information that you're getting from us, somebody's putting on information. Now you should always validate and check mm 
Definitely. your resources and do your own research, but it's out there, bro. And it, prior to us doing it, we didn't see it. Yeah. And so, like, it goes back to that, that, that power of impact. 10 years, 15 years from now, we're going to look back like, yo, this was a moment in history, and it started right here. Where the hell are you find? Is it like some secret cave y'all found all of this information in? Like, where the hell is all? Where are you find? Because it's beyond. It's ill. It's yeah. It's too no, much it's information Ill. at this point. Yeah. It's like, what yeah. the? F where are you guys finding this? It's, stuff at? I mean, like, so dude. that's the beauty of doing this, right? Like, and and you, I'm sure you're you're going, you're experiencing it now, where it's like you get to sit down with people and actually get in depth conversation mm -hmm. with them, and they start providing right. you with things, right? right? And if they you start doing that long enough, you're starting to hear information that you've never heard. Mm -hmm. And after that, you you have this formal sit down. There's gonna be a conversation after. You know what what you said on the episode. How does that really work? Mm -hmm. how, how how do we? And I, I it got to a point where we would be interviewing people, and I knew the questions Shadi was gonna ask, and he kind of knew the questions I was gonna ask. Yeah. Because I know, and after we finish this episode, he's gonna be like, yeah, "Yo, yo, we gotta do this." You see what he just said? Like, we gotta implement that. And so we started. <laughs> It became the Napoleon Hill theory, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. if they can grow rich, it was like, sit down with as many people as possible, get as much information as you can, put it in a body of work, put it out. Yeah. We literally created a media company to get as much information as we can, put it in a body of work, and let the people get it. Yeah. This is just an audio visual. He did it in literature. Mm. And so it was like, and the people look like us. Right. Right. And so that adds, there's, there's two levels of impact that that has, right? Now there's, there's two touch points because now prior to that, we thought there was a certain level of things we could be to be successful. Right. If it wasn't entertainment, if it wasn't sports, then what? Like I said, how many people, even you watched me as a teacher, nobody was like, yo, I, I want to be a teacher like Troy. Yeah, nah. You know what I'm saying? They weren't looking like- They want to be like Troy, they want the whip. They, they, want, they, want, they don't want to be, a, they don't <laughs> want the teacher. They just yeah, want nah. like, oh, he has a nice car. Yeah. He's got a crib. Like he has some stuff going on that's yeah. good for him. But like, nah, I was a teacher, bro. But what if we actually added value to that? Mm -hmm. What if there was like, oh, yo, you should be that. Or you, you could be, be that. Yeah. What if you could be the accountant, right? What if you could be the, the tax attorney? Right? What if you could be this real estate agent? Or what if you was this broker? Or what if you, you know what I mean, you was the restaurateur? What if you was the entrepreneur and investor? Now let's give value to all those things mm -hmm. and show you people that look like you that are doing it so you can believe that it's possible. Yes. Like, because prior to it, how would you know it is possible? How would you know that there was an architect that built, you know, the, this, this tower in, in New Cairo? Yeah. If nobody told you that it happened and he looked like you and he's from Jamaica. Wait a minute, what? Really? That exists? How do you do it? Is this real? Now, screen? now that you know it, he's going to tell you how he did it, right? And he's going to show you the benefits of doing it. And he's going to, most times, if you need help, let me show you how to do it. Right. And that didn't happen. So many people from a different generation, they would get the information, they would get to a level of success, and it's, it's it. like, yeah. Fuck yeah. Cut the rope. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I ain't climbing up here with that's, me. That's, yeah. <laughs> nah, yeah. nah, nah, nah. I'm going to look down, yeah. but you ain't coming up here with me. Yeah. And that's what's like, yo. As we as we climbing, mm -hmm. we pulling up. Yeah, pulling up. Shake your hand. Yeah, we. I gotta shake your that's, hand. That's that's been day one. Right. That's been day one. It, always. I, oh, and it never stopped. And that's why I gotta shake your hand because, like I said, I use this term "revise the cool table." The stuff y'all guys are doing, it looks a lot more fun <laughs> than the stuff we was doing coming up in the different you know situations we was looking up to. But if you guys don't do things like this and touch the mm -hmm. land. Then we have to then watch you, you know, digitally, yeah. which is cool, but it's a different feeling when a Troy Millens walks through Union Studios. Yeah. Like, oh, damn, 
you know, that's tough. So, you know, we really appreciate that. What was that, mo how long um, into Earn Your Leisure after it was created, did you still work as a teacher? So we started that in January 2019. And by January, no, not January, March 2020. So the pandemic starts. That was it. I never went back into the school building as a teacher. Right. Um, and it just so happens. I mean, timing of everything, right? Like we start, we start earning leisure. We're providing information for about a little over a year, but now everybody has to stay home. Mm -hmm. That was rough. People are losing jobs. Yeah. People are trying to figure out how to make money. Oh, perfect. We got an avenue for that, right? Like we got these episodes, these catalog of episodes that you can go back, and now you can find ways to make money. The best thing we did inside of that time was we created another show. Market Mondays. Yeah, wow. That's now. Uh, talk, about, talk about timing. Yeah. Stock market crashes. I mean, it was, I remember people calling people like, yo, is it going to, when is it going to stop falling? But that was a blessing, right? Because as the stock market starts flowing, we start a show like, hey, you should invest. It almost became throw a dart at the board, pick a stock. They're all going to have to appreciate at some point. <laughs> and so we're starting to sleep. Like we picked the apples. We're picking like solid companies like we are. And these companies are like, two. I remember probably like beginning of March of 2020, uh, me and Shadi had done an episode. And I was like, yeah, they, they, you know, they're talking about everybody staying home and working from home. So you know what's going to help right now? Companies like Zoom. Because Zoom is going to mm -hmm. allow people to connect with each mm -hmm. other without being in the same place. And I literally watched Zoom over the next month. That was like that was who, small observation. Right? Yeah. And so, like, that's how I'm looking at things. I'm not looking at it like, oh, buy that because it's cool. I'm looking like what's going to be needed in the near future and mm -hmm. long term for survival, really, right? And so what are people going to need if they're going to stay home? Hmm. They're probably going to need computers. Yeah. Right? Because if you don't have one, how are you going to communicate if yeah, you can't leave? Not. So then you see the uptick in computer cells. You see the uptick in tablets. You see the uptick in phones. All these technology companies that are providing it. We're going to see upticks. So we create the show and people start investing their own money. And now it's like they had no idea what stocks were prior. They're in the game and they're making money. And once you start making people money. They love you. So, okay. Okay. Is it? Where you're going to be at? Not okay, only I'll do they love you, yeah. but they're going to start telling their friends how much they love you. Mm -hmm. And it's like if you make $10,000 in two months, yo, you're going to tell your man, like, bro. Yeah, come, come rock with these dudes. Like, this shit is legit. Like, I, I got 10 bands right now, yeah. right? Now you feel uncomfortable you telling your man, yeah. yo, I got 10. Whereas before, he's like, you ain't even telling dudes. Like, yo, yeah. I'm doing all right. Yeah. <laughs> you I'm know decent. what I'm saying? I'm decent. Yeah, I'm doing all right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Then that, now you're getting more people mm -hmm. coming in because they're like, they, they're giving out for free? Oh, wait. Oh, I'm making money? Oh, wait. I'm tuning into these dudes every week. And yeah. that's how, that's going on for the past almost four years now. Yeah, that's that's four years, bro. Yeah, Market Monday. <laughs> four years. Um, yikes! I feel like that's where you guys get a lot of y'all love too, because <clears throat> I mean, to the outside looking in, it looks like a, a fast uprise, like yeah. it just went. Phew. And I feel like you know you guys have rubbed shoulders with a little bit of everybody in mm -hmm. the culture. Like Mike said, y'all are going uh what was the, the morning show ABC. Oh ABC. yeah, yeah. I told and, I told Mike he, he <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. I called him after he said that. I'm like, yo, it, it's just easy to keep it synonymous with the letter B, right? Yeah. And so we can go from Button to Bloomberg, right? So that was we, tough. So we can literally, like do, we could do Button Show. but Let's we, clip that up. Yeah, so we can do, but we can also be on Bloomberg. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We yeah. can be on The Breakfast Club, but we can be on CNBC. Yeah. Because we have that duality. We can go on 
you know what I'm saying, lip service with, mm-hmm. with Yee. Yeah, exactly. And we can be on Mano's joint, but we could also be on Good Morning America. Yes. Be- we just have a level of duality yeah. because we we're got in, a culture, man. Yeah, we embedded in culture. You listen to rap, you guys <laughs> yeah. are just riding. You know, no disrespect to the, you know, just nah, God, like, yeah, y'all are part of y'all are us. We and and I think what you said is important. It was like we made it cool to be smart. Yeah, like because we was always intelligent. Yeah. Yeah. Like, but we was always cool too. Yeah, and we we like to dress and we like nice things, just like. Our favorite rappers do, Hello. but now we have the opportunity to teach how you can do this in an educated way. Mm-hmm. And so when people see us in the cars, like I told you, like yo, bro, they gonna think I'm stunting on them, but I'm not. Yeah, this is really a tax play, yeah. right? They gonna see us in the nice watch. They gonna be like, oh, what kind of car? Can we? Can we? Can... No, what we, we got going on. No, we can show them better. Okay, we, can tell we can show them. them. Okay, but what, what we got over there? What's going on on the left wrist? Oh, the rolly? Yeah. Well, this is another way we it's... can teach them. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So break. Listen, break it down, man. Break down. No, the no, I mean. So when, when we talk about appreciating assets, I got a tattoo by right? <laughs> it's coming pending. <laughs> we talk about appreciating assets, right? Assets that go up over time. If you look at right now, gold is hit its all time high, mm-hmm. right? And so if you look at Rolex, like this is a gold Rolex, yeah. right? These are factory diamonds, yeah. right? Like I bought this watch in 2020, Yikes. and I think it's uh, it's going up in value by. 52%. Been getting to it. Yeah, 2020. That's my 2020 watch. Man. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> was, this was my gift to myself in 2020. But it's going up by 52%, right? And so now, like, think about that. If I bought it almost four years ago and it's going up 52%, well, what happens when I have it for 10 years? What happens if I keep it for 20 years? Now this doesn't look like a bad purchase. This yeah. looks like an investment. And so we're showing people how to make an investment. Now I didn't bust it down, yeah. right? Which devalues the watch. Now I, mm. I kept the factory diamonds on it and I'll be able to pass this watch down to my son. He might keep Shout it. the Christian, man. Right? He might keep it. My daughter might, you know, we got a couple. So totally. my daughter get one, she keeps it. We know that there's value in this. Yeah. Whereas if I would have did something different with it, if I would have booted at a club or something like that, I would have got no return on this. I can sell this any day yeah. and get value for it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? There's going to be a transactional value with it that's associated with mm-hmm. it. So it be, it doesn't look like a bad investment. Whereas a, like for my necklace, right, that I made, it's going to be tough for me to sell this again. But this was like my tattoo. Can y'all yeah. see it? You can see it? No, I can't see it. But, oh, I didn't even, oh, Lord. Yeah. What we got going on? So you just starting, man. Let me, somebody no, no, pass no, me no, a chain. No, I just no, got a chain no, back no. there. No, no, no. <laughs> now, so I got no tattoos. So I keep my family close to me. So okay. like my my yeah. who's, who, I don't even know who's yeah, this Christian. That's jo- this is Jordan. Jordan. So Jordan. this is my wife. That's Danielle. And my son. Yeah. Right. That's tough. Right. It's gonna be tough for me to resell this though. Yeah. But that's okay. It's I, custom. I, I, it's custom, just, right? Yeah. That's exactly. Your, yeah. So yeah. that's specifically for me. Yeah. Um. Because again, like I don't have no tattoos. I never right. really wanted it, but I was like, I wanted something to keep my family with me at Absolutely. all times and show them that they always with me because we do travel a lot. Yeah. Um. So, but that's gonna be tough for me to resell. Whereas a watch. And I got a pretty decent collection of watches. Mm-hmm. Those hold value, maintain value, and they can be sold at a different point. But most guys, they're not looking at it like yeah, that. No. They're not, they're not yeah, looking at it as a developer. Yeah, like I got the biggest <laughs> watch. I got the brightest watch. I ain't got the nice watch. I got the right watch. Yeah. That, that's our thing. Smart like. style. Yeah. We make it look good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we make it look good. We're going to find something for it. Yeah. But there's plenty of other things right. that we can do it in, right? Like right. even with sneakers. Like I'm a huge sneaker guy. Absolutely. He, you, yeah. you know, yeah, I, he been you, to the crib. Nah, you guys, I got some new joints that. 
Yeah, nah, it's stupid. It's stupid. I might release. I'll, you know yeah. these guys personally now. Yeah, yeah, he been yeah. my. Well, he been. You know, he seen my a couple of my. I'm kids. talking about the sneakers. The, the people who. Oh yeah, well, that, you know again, yeah. Guys, so man. now it's getting to Our a point where now. <laughs> it's know? getting to a point where it's like even from that standpoint, like yes, they are nice to have, but mm-hmm. yes, they appreciate too, right? Yeah. Like I got, I mean, how, modestly speaking, six figure collection. You would say modestly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> A whole, you got a whole salary. You got more stuff. Yeah. that I get paid base salary yeah. like eighty a year. I love sneakers though. I really do. I really love sneakers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I really love yeah. sneakers, bro. So like, I, I got a collection. Some of them I, I do wear, but some I, I haven't worn because yeah. I know the value is just gonna appreciate in them over time. What's your favorite? What's your favorite uh, brand? Favorite shoe or brand? A sneaker. I mean, I'm a Nike head. Nike. Yeah, I'm a Nike head. My favorite shoe is a uh, Jordan Eleven. Jordan 11. And then, then the three. It's like, like a tie. Like Griffey's is dope. Griffey's is dope. Yeah. Griffey, that, I mean, I remember being in school trying to get those joints. Griffey's yeah. is, is always sure. going to be a legendary shoe, but I'm going to show you a joint when, after this okay. that yeah. is going to fuck y'all up. Yeah. 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 I appreciate it. Yeah, everybody in here going to get fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> um, serious topic. No, I ain't going to say serious topic. I just do want to touch. I feel like you're the perfect. To stop here. Oh, shit. I just woke up. Fine. Serious crazy. He's acting like Alexa. Um, back to you, uh, Troy. Yeah. Uh, in this industry that you're in, me and Mike touched on this, but uh, I feel like me knowing you wholeheartedly, you're a good candidate on speaking on uh, marriage. Yeah. Uh, how long have you been married? Uh, I'm going on year 12. Year 12. Wow. Yeah, I'm that's, going on year 12. That's dope. Yeah. And uh, like I said, if you look at the pictures, you know, you travel a lot. Mm-hmm. Shout out to your, uh, your, your family, yeah. uh, Jordan, Christian, Danielle. Um, bringing them on that journey. What are some things uh, that you would recommend a young entrepreneur who wants to get married yeah. or is married and also sustain a healthy marriage? Because this is a very, <laughs> this industry, the job looks too fun. Work. It's nasty work. It looks too fun. It's nasty work. Yeah. It's missiles. It's napalm bombs flying across your head at at, at 80 miles per hour, 24-7. Yeah. yeah. But uh, you got to, you know, how do you block that noise out and, and just focus on I, the fortress? Yeah, I, I think it, it is is deep rooted in who you are, right? Um, and mm-hmm. the, the 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 character of the, of the person that you are. Yes. Even I mean, y'all know me before I was married. Definitely. And y'all, I mean, it'd be tough for you to say like, yo, he was in some messy shit. Like, yeah. You know, I just it was never me. I've always been like a guy that was in a relationship, but was always super respectful, mm-hmm. um, with with everything that I did, and especially when it came to women, and especially it came to relationships for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the most important thing, and I'll say this like candidly, like the most important thing in any relationship is, is communication, definitely, and, and implicit and explicit communication. I mean, there's a lot of a lot of things that can get misconstrued um, and can be taken out of context. Mm-hmm. Um, if not communicated in the right way. And so I'm big on contact. Those are my two, I just had this conversation today. Yeah, um, Yeah, with my wife, I was just like, yo, you know, I'm big on two things and that's context, context and perspective. Mm-hmm. And I had to mature into that. You know, I, I learned being in, in a marriage, it was like, it's it's cool to get your point across, um, but your point isn't always the, always the only thing that matters. Mm-hmm. In fact, if you try to win every battle, you're gonna actually lose the war. Yeah. Um, be- Definitely. Because you're not hearing the other side's perspective. And once I really understood that, it was like, I hear myself talking, but let me hear what you're saying to understand where you're coming from. Because mm-hmm. it'll lead to a point where, like, you don't even want to talk to me anymore because yeah. you know you're not going to even be, you don't have the, yeah. the wherewithal or mm-hmm. the stamina to get into a, a debate because yeah. it's never going to be an argument. Mm-hmm. It's just a misunderstanding. 
But like I grew up in that. Like yeah. even now with me, it's like me and Shadi, like you ever see us talk, we all nobody ever wins. Yeah, we no. just end up, we it, just stop. That's it. <laughs> right. But in the when you're in a marriage, it's, it's a balance because you're gonna be with that person for the rest of the day. You're gonna wake up to that person. Um so having having that uh is important and having them involved, especially if you're an entrepreneur, yes. having them involved in a situation means mm-hmm. so much more. I mean, it it alleviates some of the explaining that you have to do yeah. and it helps on the on the other side of the family component because there's a certain level of understanding that has to go into this, right? Like I might have to be gone for ten days because I'm on business, and so who's who's raising the family? Absolutely. Um, mm-hmm. But if the person's involved in the situation and they understand it wholeheartedly, and they actually encourage it, like yeah. I, I always say, like I wouldn't be as successful if I didn't have a strong partner like Daniel. Definitely. Like it, it just That's wouldn't be possible. Mm-hmm. But bigger than that, being like my partner, like she's like one of my like probably my best friend. Like yeah. I tell her, like I remind her, like yo, you're my most, you're my favorite person. Mm-hmm. Like you're my favorite person. Yeah. Why? Because I know there's a couple people in this world that no matter what has my best interest in mind. Yeah. But I know definitely there's one person yeah. that will die mm-hmm. <laughs> with my best interest in mind. Yeah, she's she, she's willing to do that. She's been a rider, you know, pretty much since I know her. Yeah. Um, and so having her being a part, involved with the business, being able to be honest with her. Um, I mean that those are really the keys that I've seen for us that that has worked. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as you know, temptation, and all that. I mean that's that's part of this life. You know what I mean? Like I said, it, I've never been that on that type of time. You know what I'm saying? And I value our relationship so much, yeah. right? And especially people like yo, you know, you get to a certain point and it's like you don't want to make any mistakes. But I was like, before I was at this point, I wasn't trying to make no mistakes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's just not the character of who I am. And so you can even imagine as I've grown and things have scaled to a different level. I'm mm-hmm. like, nah, man. Yeah. The person that was here with me when we were starting this thing and this prior to all this, yeah. well, she's going to get the spoils of everything. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because she deserves it, number one. But more importantly, I want to do it. Like, I want to provide for her. I want to take care of her. Good. I want I want to be an example for my daughter to see how a man should treat his wife. And I want to be an example for my son of how he should treat, uh, uh, how my a wife should treat yeah. her husband. Yeah. And uh, I want to be an example for my son of how he should treat his wife in, right. in the future. Because um, that's important, man. Mm-hmm. Leading by demonstration, I'm, I'm big on. And so they're going to see that with their parents. Yeah. They're going to see, like, yo, I'm going to hug your mom. She's yeah. my wife. And mm-hmm. yeah, she, she's my wife for, my wife first. Yes. And that's why I want to take time to shed light on that because we need to uh we need to praise that more cuz I just feel like it's black culture for young men a huge part of our makeup is how many women you get mm-hmm. like that that's that defines a lot of young black men, you know, we're defined by how many yeah. women we deal with and really when you get to the age I'm at in the age you at, you start wanting stability. You know? <laughs> yeah, it's like doing it matters. It's just so yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so it's we 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 like I said, part of revising the cool table. And often, you know, a lot of households don't have the father yeah. and the mother in the same household. Right, right, right. Our culture. So those numbers is yeah. We're talking about stock market crashing. The the, the, the father <laughs> in the household numbers is is. Well, is I, I mean, that's why it's, in, it's it's encouraging when I see mm-hmm. young men like yourself. Oh, yeah, and a lot of I mean. Mm-hmm. There was that myth that black men don't take care of their children. And I'm like, well, all the black men I know are in their children's life and actually Every take care day. of their children. Mm-hmm. So imagine there was a generation when they were saying that wasn't happening. I'm it's like, tough. nah, we had to debunk all yeah, that. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I mean, that's just natural. Mm-hmm. Like men as conquerors, yes. right? Like how many can we, yeah. how many people can we? But as you grow and you mature, you realize that, yeah, sex is cool, but it's a part of a relationship. It is. It's a piece. Yes. 
right? There's many different pieces that complete a relationship. Mm -hmm. If that's the only thing, it won't. It's not gonna last long. No, and that's cool. And everybody's not meant to get yeah, married. No, no, and, no. You know what I mean? Everybody's that's not. Normal. Everybody's not. You know, at that level of, of commitment, and nor do they have to be, or should they force uh, to be? Um, but it, I mean. If I'm, as long as I'm here, you know, I'm gonna try to, like I said, lead by demonstration. Cause yeah. not only is my community watching, but you know, there's people who follow us now, right, yeah. and they're looking at me like, "Yo, I appreciate how you show your family." Cause you know, a lot of things about my life are public, mm -hmm. right? Like, yeah. you, I went from being a, a teacher to being a public figure. Yeah, Trey Millions. <laughs> right, you know what I'm saying? Like a public Government. figure. Yeah. Yeah, no funny games. Yeah, <laughs> like, no, it's it's my first and my last. It's, it's, yeah. Birth certificate. That's a fact. Yeah. But there's certain things that I'm, I, I like to live a public figure life, but mm -hmm. I have private components of my life, 100%. right? So, like, my kids didn't ask to, you know, people to be taking pictures of them and stopping yeah, no. their dad in the airport. And we eat out to dinner and people want to take pictures with their pops. And then, I mean, for them, I, I look at them a lot of times and, like, I wonder how they're dealing with this. Right, because I could imagine I'd be acting a fool. It's freaky. Yeah, like my daughter, she, 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 she's, 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 yeah, she's on. She's yeah, one. She's, yeah, she's having me pick her up, and so people can see yeah. what daddy's driving. Absolutely. And, yeah, she's on. Well, that's a goal too, <laughs> as parents. You know, you want your kids to be be able to to be proud of you. you yeah, want to be yeah, somebody yeah, yeah. that your kids can brag on. Yeah, it's know? crazy. They we went to yeah. so I went to back to school night. Okay. Yeah, you still yeah, do yeah. that. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm active, bro. Sure. Yeah, I'm at back to school yeah, night and all that. I'm at parent teacher conferences and all that. Like, right. Catch a flight back home and be there for I, that. Trust me, I get it. So it's it's uh it's me and um it's me and Kiss. Shout out to Kiss. Jada Kiss. Yeah, our kids go to the same school. Oh and, shit. And um the next day, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Every year we see each other. Like, like yeah. I know we're gonna. He be there too. He's active too. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He be at parent teacher conference, and now every year we go. But this year, my son was like, Dad, they said that somebody's father's a millionaire in the school. I was like, Where? Who? I said. Who said that? He was like, oh, the kids are talking about it. I was like, who you think they talking about? He was like, probably Jada Kiss. <laughs> <laughs> they don't even know. I'm like, yeah, you, I'm like, they you, don't even know. I'm like, yeah, you probably right. Yeah, you probably <laughs> right, son. You know, we ain't millionaires yet. Yeah. That's nah, tough. But that that was something, you know, That's when, I, when I went back to my school. It's priceless. Yeah. I went back to my school in the Bronx because I just thought it was important. And I was like, do you shy away from things like that? Do you not tell your kids like, yo, this is how much you're worth and Yes, you're a million. And I was like, nah, you actually lean into it yeah. because you want to make it aspirational. And so I told the kids, like, yo, have you ever met a millionaire before? Like, they were like, nah. I'm like, well, you're talking to one right now. Hello. Right now. The, the guy who used to be in your gym yeah. teaching you is now a millionaire and has created million-dollar brands. And I'm not saying that to be braggadocious, but I'm saying that to be inspirational. I'm saying it to say, like, I come from the environments that you come from. I know what it's like. I know the barriers that you face. Don't let that be the roadblock, though. Mm -hmm. Right? Like, this This is not really possible. Yeah. yeah, this is not a ceiling. Like, you know what I mean? There, there is no ceiling to this, right? Like, if you are creative, if you have the right mindset, if you have discipline, if you found the right people, if you learn how to network and build relationships, anything is possible. I don't want to limit you to just saying, hey, I was a great student. Be a great person, but also add value to people's lives. Like, and so, like, that actually switched. It was like from a point where it's like, yeah, you don't want people to know what you're doing to like, nah, really lean into that because somebody's watching and like, yeah, I could do that now. I heard him. I can do that. I seen them. I know I can do I, that. Yeah, this is the same. Yeah, thing we can grab have. that. It's, it's obtainable. And, and same thing for where we at, bro. Like, mm -hmm. I say we from Greenberg because we really are. Yes. Right. And 
for us in, in this town, it's like, how many people do we know ascend to that level? Not a lot. Not a lot, right? Not but we lot. can say, like, yo, we know some guys that did it, and they created brands that generated millions of dollars, and they helped impact millions of people, and they came from these, this place right here. Like, they right. worked at that place right there. They Same went to way. school right there. They used to live right here. Ate over here. Been at this yeah, and you used to get beat patty. Yeah, and you liable to see him. Yeah, right there. <laughs> you liable in to see him. different cars yeah. every year. You liable and you liable Far to before, see him. Pre-EYL. That's Shotty a fact. Shotty had a Mercedes that parked itself. I That's never a fact. Tails was like, what the gee? Yeah, the, that was the white joint. Yeah. I, had, I had the truck that parked yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I got to shout y'all out too. Yeah. Um, I went through a, uh, that just goes to show you the power energy. We was all in L.A., one, two, and three, all around the same time. Yes. Uh, yeah, I was out there getting rich. <laughs> Working. I was out there fighting for earning my life. Earning <laughs> Yeah. I was earning my hospital bill. Um, And you guys that's actually, that's crazy, earning your hospital is wild. Nah, I spoke to you the day before. I spoke to you the day before. Yeah. Um, and we were supposed to meet up. I was going to definitely come check y'all out. And yeah. I went through, you know, my situation. Yep. And when I came back, um. We did a group FaceTime, man. Yeah. And I was going through a, a time period where we didn't square it away with my job yet. Yeah. Uh, Brittany and I, we so was like- Shout you know, out to her. Shout out to her, for sure. The uh, the money, yeah, she came to get her, nigga. She, she yeah. Yeah. That's a whole nother- That's a whole- That's but a even, whole nother batch of yeah, yo, right there. That was wild. I, I, I'm, yeah. I'm glad you- Shout out to her. For sure. So when, I, when we started that- That's one of your mentees, too. This is, so most people just think like, mm -hmm. yo, Ab is here because he's- you know, like he's been with me so long, but there's plenty of people, and you know, there's plenty of people who I was like, yo, I'm gonna try to mentor, try to help as much as I can. And they just as successful. Yeah. Like they, they're, they're successful in their own right. Yeah. They're not working with Earn Your Leisure yeah. per se, but they're successful in doing what they do. Red hands in their stories There's a bunch, well. there's a bunch. <clears throat> it's not, yes, every, not yeah. one profession. Yeah. Ab, you know, it just was different. We gonna get to Ab. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> but uh, yeah, definitely came through in a clutch. We did our group FaceTime. Yep. I gave out a cash app and I'm like, holy, that shit bought me to tears. So I got yeah. to for that. Yeah, nah, it was a no, like. It was all, it was, it was, it was just. It was, yeah. it was a no brainer. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you, you, you mean something to us. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So anytime somebody needs anything, especially from my town yeah. and dudes that we really rock with, like yeah. we really rock with, yeah, you, we, with yeah. you, Chuck. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Y'all always yeah. been like our, our young boys. You know what I'm saying? 100%. So it was like, yo, if y'all yeah. needed something, there's nothing. Yeah. Anytime, you know, you call yeah. me. Come on, bro. You know, like, I told you, like, I, People, it's gonna be tough to see me, right? Because I'd be like just cruising by, not mm -hmm. just chilling. But if somebody call me, like if y'all call me, it's, it's easy. I'm you, there. Oh, you're definitely uh, one of the, one of the ones. I could you're one of the millionaires that's that's reachable. Yeah, you're a reachable millionaire. <laughs> yeah. you, you, you definitely uh, touch the land. Um, as we start to uh, wrap this, oh no, actually no. Where you want to go? Where I want to get next? into. I want to get into ads. Let's do that. Um, we talk about Abdullah. Uh, I had him sitting right where you were sitting at. Yeah, I was and, proud of him. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Um, he's another kid. I know Ab shit. Uh, Three-fourths of his life. Yeah. Um, crossroads, like I was telling him. Mm -hmm. um, you know, of course, that was a program that I feel like this community center as a whole definitely molded, I feel like, his personality. Mm -hmm. But for you, y'all have a special connection. Yeah. Um, Talk about Abdullah, uh, your first moments with him and uh, what exactly he means to you. Because like I told him, yeah. you know, rest in peace to his father. Yep. His father, that's a father's dream to uh, leave your son in the hands of, of a Troy Millen. Yeah, I mean, I appreciate those those words. I mean, it's, sure. it, you know what, when I, I try to think about it sometimes, like who he is to me, 
it's tough. Like he he's like a little brother, but he, there's there's certain levels where I'm like, yo, this is like my my young, my son. Like, yeah, but he's yeah. not my son. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. But um, I met this. I met him when he was very young, man. He was you know just a bright kid. You yeah. know, so I'm always gravitating towards the kids that I'm like, yo, he's bright with good direction. He could be out of here, and I'm like, he's one of them. Wow, um, right back to so he must have been like third or fourth grade. And again, I'm I'm working at the center, but I'm checking his homework. He's one of these kids is like, he's finished with homework. Like, I don't even need to check his homework. Yeah. I'm just checking it to make sure that he's done it right. And by the time he's like, he just wants to go play. I'm like, nah, you know, I think I pissed him off one day. He always had that, <laughs> that, that attitude that he, he stubborn I'm himself. You speak yeah. about him. Yeah, yeah. He, he's just so damn stubborn yeah, sometimes. Yeah, yeah. He, I'm like, nah, sit down. We're not going. You ain't do this right. He was tight. He never, I mean, he still holds a grudge for that when, yeah. I, when I did that yeah, to him. Yeah, he's like, yo, you just make me do my homework. I'm like, look at listen to what you're saying. I used to make you do your homework. <laughs> um, and then uh, watched him grow, you know, and I had an opportunity to to hire him um, for the program. And I, I approached him because I'm like, yo, you're going to be next up, bro. Like, he's like 15, 16, maybe. I'm like, yo, you're going to be next up. I know it. Um, just stay close. I just tell him all the time, yo, just stay close, stay close. And um, he was like, nah, I'm kind of good where I'm at, bro. Like, I, I really like what I'm doing over here. I'm like, look, come over here. I can't tell you what it's like over here, yeah. but you want to be over here. Yeah. Come, come, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Come you want to be over here. And then um, I met, I forget, um, that spring, the next spring. Actually, Britt called me. Britt, Britt was the first, but she was like, hey. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Britt called me. Mm. And she was like, yo, uh, Ab, Ab's dad died. I'm like, what you talking about? She was like, yo, his dad died. I'm like, when? She was like, today. I'm like, what? What? Where? She was like, he's at work. Um, she was like, did you have you spoken to him? I'm like, nah, but I'm gonna call him right now. And um, I never forget, I called him. I'm like, yo, bro, I just heard what happened. This is terrible. But look, you're gonna work with me this year. And I'm not, I know last year I asked you. This year I'm telling you. And I'm gonna make sure you get more money than you ever got. I'm gonna make sure you have more fun than you've ever had, and I'm gonna make sure you learn more than you ever could. I hung up the phone, I said, look, when you get back home, I want you to fill out the application just as a formality, but we're gonna take care of the rest. And um, the reason I had did that is because I admired his pops. Like, I remember watching his pops every day come pick him up. I told him, I remember very vividly, he had that that the Acura MDX, yeah. that great right. joint. Yeah, it had yeah, just came out, yeah. and he would come pick him up and um, Pops was just so stoic, just a good man. Like, a, yeah. And I was like, I respected how his sons looked at him yes. and how they loved him. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's a dope dad. Yeah. And so knowing that that person, that figure, was no longer here, yeah. I'm like, I know what that could do to a young man. Not, I'm not, it's, it's weird, because I'm saying I know what that can do to a young man. You can only imagine. I can only imagine, because yeah. my dad is still here. But it's still the empathy. That's you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, we, it's can, like, we see it before. I really, I, I, can't, I can empathize with yeah. it. Like, yo, what could happen to this kid who was super bright, has mm-hmm. this beautiful future, he loses such a big piece of his life, this could go either way. Yeah. And so that's why I didn't leave him. Yeah, I didn't leave him an option. I was like, you coming with me. And that was 2016, and mm-hmm. bro, he's never, he hasn't left me since. He hasn't. Um, still with me. St- yeah, that's why I always put still on every everything mm-hmm. he puts. I always put still because yeah. I'm like, yo, he's still with me. So it wasn't like, yo, he just he out of nowhere. Like, yeah, nah, no, this dude has been with me from 2016 up to the point when I was trying to figure out how I'm gonna scale Crossroads. I left him in charge of the program yeah. because in my mind I was like, I can't do this forever. But what I'm gonna do, I'm gonna teach you how to do it so you can run it for yourself. And one summer I let him run it because so, I was I was actually implementing it in New Rochelle. 
And every day I check in, I'd be like, yo, how you doing? How's it? He's like, yo, bro, I don't know how you do this. I'm like, what? He's like, yo, he's like, yo, bro, I don't know how you do this shit, bro. I'm serious. Like, they, they fucking pissing me off. Like, I can't do this shit. I'm like, nah, bro, you got this. He was like, nah, bro, I can't do this. I can't do this. I'm like, yo, the only reason I'm putting you in this position is because I know you can do it. Like, yeah, you've seen what it is, right, to be on the other side of this, but you built for this moment. And so I saw how he handled himself, how he kept things organized. I'm like, he gonna, he gonna get it. And then one day we was on the bus, little joke. I said, yo, bro, one day you're gonna work for me in a different capacity. And he looked at me, stubborn. He's like, why would I work for you? I need the whole print somewhere. He's like, yo, why, why, would, why would I work for you? He's like, yo, he's like, yo, why would I work for you? Like, you think I'm gonna go to school for four years to come work for you? I'm like, yo, but he said what? it like that. Dead ass. I'm I like, I've always been little. He act light skinned. I don't, I'm like, yo, what if I could pay you 150,000? He said, you didn't say that. I'm like, well, you just told me you wouldn't work. I didn't tell you I was gonna pay you. He was like, well, if I, he was like, I'm not going to school for four years. I'm like, all right, we're gonna remember this, right? And so we was, <laughs> we doing earn your leisure, and I'm like, yo, stay close, bro. You know the rules, right? He, I tell everybody stay yeah. close, but some people just. That's the easy people, rule, but everybody you know, don't follow yeah, it. Yeah, sure. They go do their own thing or try to figure I'm like, that's cool. Figure yeah. your own thing. But stay close to this. We're going to figure this right. out. We, you know, worry about money. I'm like, yo, bro, don't worry about money. We're going to figure this out. We lose some, we're going to get it back. Don't worry about it. And then we do our leisure. And I'm like, man, I could use his help. Yeah. So we started, um, shout out to my man, MG. He was, he was putting a, a course together. And I was like, yo, Ab, I actually could use you, right? Like, I'm going to come up with some questions for this, this, this course as an assessment, as you know, but I want you to help me. Mm. If you can help me, um, I'm going to pay you. Mm-hmm. Just, uh, just to help me, I'm going to pay yeah, you. Yeah, definitely. So he, he, that's the first thing he did. Like, he wasn't working for well, Ernie He wasn't working okay, for Ernie okay, okay, I, I was just paying him. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, yo, I'm going to throw him some bread if he can help me. Then we had another opportunity. I was like, I'm going to throw him some bread just so he helped me. He's like, yo, he killed that. Yeah. I'm like, I bet. I could trust him with some yeah. stuff. Then I was like, yo, I got some other stuff. Every now and then, like, if I need this help, I hit him over some bread. He come help me. To a point, I was like, yo, we got to bring him on yeah, board. On. Yo, he's, he's, he's too valuable. Yeah. And then this dude just went berserk. I mean, like, you're talking about a level of professionalism, a level of organization, a uh, level of punctuality. Mm-hmm. I mean, to a person, every person that comes in contact with him who doesn't know us, they rave about him when he's not there. And that's that's a lot. That says yeah, a lot about the character of the person, absolutely. right? What they say about you when nobody's around, when you're not around. And every time he's not around, people speak so highly of him. Yeah. I'm like, yo, he's got it. Yeah. And so I've always said he's the next. And to, to the point now, it's like he's got his own business. You know yeah. what I'm saying? He's he's in a different tax bracket. Yeah, yeah, that's not you know what I'm saying? No more, I, it's, it's, I don't even know if proud is the word, yeah. right? But I'm, I'm more elated that it's happening to him and the way it's happening to him. He's a father now. Mm-hmm. I'm happy that it's happening to him in the way it is because it could have went a lot of different ways. But I told him, it ain't about paying me back. It's about the same level of concern, empathy, opportunity that was given to you. Now look at the next mm-hmm. generation. And so you see him grab yeah. a You see yeah. him grab Dom. Yeah. It was like, this is how this is how community works. In the backyard, he grabbed them. Yeah, too. this 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 is how community works, right? Like I gotta find the next tier of guys because we ain't gonna be here forever. And that was always my mindset, like find the next guy. But that was and that's hip hop, right? Yeah. Like I'm I'm listening to Jay, his first album, he has Bleak. Yeah, tell him Bleak, yo, this is the coming of age. Yeah. His first album, he's saying like you're the guy that's gonna replace me. He only this is his first album, and so in my mind, I'm like, yo, I gotta find the person that's gonna replace me. 
every time. So I'm always finding the next person who's younger than me to try to replace me. Yeah. <laughs> you see that's what I'm saying? I'm, I'm just thinking like, you know wow. I mean? That's how I'm looking at it. So I'm like, strategy. like it's, yeah, it's like, who's going to be the next person that I can give all this that I've learned to and they can pass it down and then they can pass it down and they can pass it down. Because when we all said and done, the only thing left would be our legacy and we can't write it. Mm-hmm. I always like looked at that. That's that mindset, right? Yeah, like, that's, that's deep. Who writes your legacy when you're gone? The people that you've impacted. And yeah, so I make yeah, sure that yeah. I'm, I'm super intentional about every interaction, every picture. You know, anybody want to talk? We gonna, I'm gonna give them that time because that person is part of my legacy. Yeah. They're gonna write the story of how I made them feel in that moment. That that they'll never forget. That matters. Every kid that was sat in my classroom, they're part of my legacy. The town, of, the, all these people, oh, in yeah. town, they all part of the legacy. Mm-hmm. But what will they write in your legacy, right? Because they'll just get to write it. I never get to read it. Yeah. You know, so I want to make sure that everybody. Mm. Has 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 something positive to say, yeah. and that that's the goal. Really, it was like, how do we leave? Like, keep giving into the people that's younger than you. Keep, and then now you got a bunch of legacy writers, yeah. right? Like now, this ain't like a, a picture book. Yeah. <laughs> this is a novel that they're gonna write about yeah. the impact that you have. That's important. Wow, that's that's actually I'm gonna take that and, and start being mindful of that because that mindset you just start paying attention to your moves and how you move is important. How you treat people, of course. Uh, yeah, uh, impressions, first impressions, last impressions is very important. And you are a people person. I call you like the evil twin, like shotties, and I piss them <laughs> off. You're going to be the one, you know, you know, that's, that's kind of yeah. like, uh, your role. Yeah. It's a natural role. I think we, we, we've fallen into that, yes. right? Like, yes, yeah, 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 we've fallen yeah. into that. Shotties the villain. He likes that. Yeah. Um, I mean, I know Fits him. Fits it perfectly. I know him differently. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But um, he 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 likes that. He thrives in that. He enjoys it in that. I love being who I get to be. But that's the beautiful thing, right? Mm-hmm. Like, we get to show up authentically as ourselves every single day. Yes. That's like, it. Pe- people got to figure out who they are from day to day, which is tough to maintain. But we, we show up as ourselves every single day. And that's why people rock with us. Because it's like, yo... That's a dude I could meet on the street corner. Like, I fuck with them. Yeah. Like, I yes. really fuck with these guys. Like, yeah. they feel like they are. They know yeah. us. And they Absolutely. do. They listen to us long enough. They know us. Yeah. Um, and so, like, that's what separates us. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, but, yeah, we, we all fall into our roles, man. I'm I'm super, you know, into numbers. Um, I'm super organized. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I do a lot of reading. Yeah. And so, naturally, like, anything that comes across the... <laughs> yeah, comes across the line. Yeah. I'm looking at it. I'm reading at it. I want to make sure that it's right. I want to make sure that it makes sense for us as a brand. Mm-hmm. I want to make sure that it makes sense for the brand that you know that's coming along and the deal makes sense. Yeah. Um, so I'm super involved in all that. Shadi loves social media. I never yeah. would want to take that from him. I yeah. tried it. I'm not great at it. Yeah. Let him be great at it. Yeah. Um, and that's that's teamwork. Mike's great. We you know a lot of the back end and technical stuff and and and, and working mm-hmm. in the technology. I don't want to take that from him. You know, let him be great at it. But what I will do, and I know Alex, he can probably get a test to, is that I want to know a little bit about all of it. Mm-hmm. So, like, know of course, so understand the language. Of course. Yeah. So, like, when if nobody's around, yeah. we got to keep the, the, this thing going. So, if we I, if he can't get to social media, I know I could do it. If if Mike can't do anything in the background, heck, you know, he come to my crib all the time. Like, yeah. it's me in the room, bro. <laughs> it's yeah. me in the room setting these cameras up, setting the oh, mics you, up. Oh, really? Okay. It's, so yeah. You, not, you, you still, yeah. The yeah, I, I, still the janitor. I have, well, it's important. I learned that from Nip, right? He was like, yo, if the engineer don't show up tonight, we still need to record. Mm, rest in peace to Nip. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. if the engineer don't show up, we still got to record. So yeah. I'm like, all right, well, I better learn how to record. Right. I better learn how to film. If the person who's not going to be on the cameras ain't going to be here, 
we still got to film, right? Yeah. So let me make sure I understand how to use these cameras. Like right. the first thing I walked in, I'm like, oh, Bert, you got some black magics. Mm -hmm. Dope. Yeah. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah straight up. Right. I, I, yeah. I know these black magics. He yeah. know I know them. Yeah, but that's part of the evolution too, right? Yeah. Like we started with those G95s. We we had the black magic and now we got the Komodos. Yeah. But I got to learn how to use those. Yeah. You know, the short mics. Like I remember when you didn't have a short mic. You remember you just had that? I was calling. I was yeah. calling like, I'm like, yo, Ab, you know what I'm saying? Tell him he got to get those mics. If he yeah. need mics, we go get him some, yeah. right? Like, tell him he shouldn't shoot in that angle. He should shoot like this. Yeah. So I'm I'm watching yeah. it like, yo, I'm just trying to help. I'm just glad you're watching, honestly. Just yeah, we, start, we see everything. I see Chuck, I see what Chuck's doing. Yeah, shout out to bro. You know what I'm saying? Man, I got to I, I gotta come chill with him. Yeah, that's um, love. But yeah, people looking at it like, yo, Spanks got Troy to come on the show. I'm yeah. like, of course, that's that's the bro. We going to do that. <laughs> People don't know the history. Hey, like, this hey, is pre EYL relationships yeah, and bonds, yeah, 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 man. Yeah, yeah, this is yeah. this is you know this is doing these. Yeah, we got big, we got some stories with Chuck too, man. Yeah, that oh, hopefully that's who introduced me. It's great. Chuck <laughs> is important because that's yeah. who brought me to the table. You know, everybody got their plus one. Yeah, I was Chuck. Chuck's was always fucking with y'all. You know, I yeah. was kind of like over so here. And that over boy, there. that dude was my camper, bro. When he was yeah. in fourth grade. Yeah. Like you, obviously, T. I, I don't even T. call him Chuck. I'm calling him Chuck because he. Yeah, because we call him Chuck. Yeah, yeah, that's your yeah, that's yeah. your thing. That's that's my guy. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So like watching him grow, watching what he's doing, mm -hmm. being entrepreneurs like y'all being. I forgot yeah. that part about being entrepreneurs. Oh, yeah, but yeah, I'm just like, so. yo, man, mm -hmm. why wouldn't we salute? We should be celebrating that. We should be saluting that because we need more of it. In fact, there's a younger generation that's watching you. Like, damn, them dudes is doing it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it's it's all part of it. Everybody has a role to play, and I'm I'm glad that y'all stepping up and playing y'all. Oh yeah, I, I, we got to, and like I said, this is all EYL um, inspired <laughs> situation, and that's what people don't really see before we get into our final two topics. People don't really get a chance to. People don't really understand. I say, don't count the size of the favor; just take a favor as a favor. Mm -hmm. You, there's ways to capitalize off of the success of other people without being a leech. Yeah. Right now, y'all are from the same place. A lot of people are from. Mm -hmm. Y'all are doing what y'all doing naturally. The eyes is on the town. So it'd be a good time for if you're in the town and from the town or even live in the town or have any affiliation with the town to do something. <laughs> <laughs> to do something because the light is already there. The eyes is yeah. already there. So that's the time to, you know, come out with whatever it is. But, yeah. you know, people don't don't look at it like that. Um, as we wrap it up, man, yeah. uh, Market Monday's World Tour, we headed to, uh, where we headed to? Well, we headed to Ghana, man, which is incredible. You know, the, this journey that Market Mondays has taken us on, I mean, yeah. Just, just out of this world, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like we, we started this, like I said, March 2020 with the idea, did the first show in April 2020, mm -hmm. and now we're traveling country to country. You know, we started we started in uh, LA this year mm -hmm. on the first stop of the tour, did two shows, yeah. sold out in Toronto, yeah. incredible. Yeah. Uh, then went to London, uh, sold out London, uh, and then did Chicago, and now we, we ended it in Ghana. Mm -hmm. on, and for so many reasons, that's, you know, super important. Oh my God. Um, the connection that we want to make with, you know, Africa. Mm -hmm. It's something we, you know, we're super intentional about and we're very passionate about because that land means so much mm -hmm. um to our culture for yeah, so many reasons. Definitely. But there's been our a dis roots. yeah, there's been a disconnect um for you know for so many years because of perception. And a lot of it has to do with media. And yeah. us coming in as a media company, having the ability to shape perspective, having ability to show a different light, I think is important in uh Part of the reason we're going there, but part of it is, you know, we want to shed the light on, on people that are doing amazing things. And so we're not taking it for granted that, you know, we're sitting down with a billionaire who's from Ghana. So let's celebrate that. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Definitely. And I we're doing it that. and yeah. we're doing it in Ghana, in Accra, 
You know what I mean? And then we want to build relationships there. Yeah. You know, like, it's not just, hey, it's the month of December, everybody's having a party. It's like, nah, we want to plant firm roots so that people are looking at uh, Ghana and specifically Accra as a place that you can come back and invest. Yeah. So it's not just I'm coming in December. I'm here in January. I'm here in February, March, April, May. I'm here throughout the year because I understand the power of investing in this land and the power of uh, economics and education on a population that's so youth and I mean so young and needs it so dearly uh, what it can have mm-hmm. and so Ghana is just the first stop but you're going to see us in a, a bunch of countries in Africa to be honest with you because like I said it, it, it's bigger than just a message that needs to be relayed here in the United States and needs to be relayed everywhere and we don't want to be you know invasive of spreading our information on their population when it doesn't make sense we want to touch base with the people who are actually doing it there so we can, you know, build with, you know, have relationships, but network and see how the, the you know, the lay of the land works, how yeah. the laws work so that when we come in there, you know, we can be a part of, of the solution. All right, we're going to take a break from today's show and talk about some beef jerky. Righteous Felon Craft Jerky, man. Uh, looking for a nice, healthy snack packed with protein. <gasps> Get you uh, uh, uh some 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 car- some packages of this. Uh, we got uh the Truffalo Bill. I didn't try this one yet, but it says uh, a potent pioneer of American flavor frontier. Wow, that sounds scary. Righteous felon. I don't even know if one of those exists, but uh, according to the package, it does. Uh, we have the Bourbon Franklin, uh, an American dream of bourbon and vanilla bean. Ooh, a little sweet, huh? <laughs> Check out the OG Hickory Beef Stick. Savory and smoky beef stick. Hey, ladies, relax. I'm reading the flavor off a song. Don't melt on camera, man. This, this ain't, this ain't uh, Fifty Shades of Grey. We got, uh, y'all know about this already, the Teriyaki Bell Bowl. This is actually my favorite one for obvious reasons. Bull, y'all know my history with the bull. And y'all know my history with the boxing gloves. But uh, tingy teriyaki with a punch of pepper. And then finally, we have the lemon pepper and citrus basil beef stick. Hey, get your beef sticks. And they even got merch now too, man. Look, check them out. The good teriyaki Balboa. It has uh, this nice jail scripture on the back. Maybe I'll read it to you one day. Uh, You know, I'm on probation, so. Hats, I would try it on, but I got a funny shaped head. You're not about to be on here grinding me up. Uh, Righteous felon hats, y'all might make me uh, my file that's expunged, it might it, it, it might not be expunged if, if I put the hat on. Uh, different colors, uh, you can reach them at www.righteousfelon.com. And over here at Nothing's Normal, we are under the Polymath Network. So luckily for you, you know us, you get a discount. Use promo code POLY15. www.righteousfelon.com, promo code POLY15. The tour locations, like who, like it's n- none of it is region. It's from here, <laughs> yeah. here, here. Y'all are leapfrogging all yeah, over the we, world. I mean, we we globe trotters, man. Yeah, like I said, it, it. I always compared it to you know Muhammad Ali. You know, we we never got to watch him fight live, but we heard the stories of the thriller in Manila, and we heard about the rungle yeah, in the okay, jungle, yeah. right? And those didn't take place in America, yeah. right? They 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 took place in the Philippines. They mm-hmm. took place in Africa. And that was because he looked at himself as a world champion. And so, like, this Not message true. is one that's being delivered to a world audience. And mm-hmm. so, for us to be in the U.S., why wouldn't we travel to different parts of the world? Because the, le- the lesson of financial education 
It's transcending, right? right? So you go and see us in London, mm -hmm. right? We go and be in Switzerland. We go and be in Africa, right? We was in Egypt. Mm -hmm. We was in uh, Nigeria. We gonna be in Ghana. We gonna be touching a few other places. Mm -hmm. uh, we was we was in Jamaica, of course. So just gonna be Mexico. We're gonna be all over the 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 world because the message is so important, and the fact that people gravitated toward us here, right? Imagine when we go to a country like Nigeria. We go back to a country like Nigeria where you have 210 million people, right? I would say 90% are black. Yeah. So you're, you're talking to over 190 million people. You know how many uh, black people or African-American people in the United States? No. 42 million. Wow, that's, that's a lot. 42 million. So you're talking about 200 to 190 to 200 million people in Nigeria. And you're talking about 42 million as a total in the United States. If I get 10% of this. Yeah, it's more than. Ten, just give me ten percent. Back to the numbers. Come on, makes sense. Give me ten percent. You know what I mean? It's got. It's. I'm trying to get ten percent here, but yeah. if I get ten percent there, yeah. with the the age difference, right? Because you're talking about a population that's under thirty, a large like seventy five percent is under thirty. Yeah. So that means they still have a level of education that they don't have. Imagine if they got the education, they got the resources, they starting to fill in the te technological gaps. This is this is something that could just really be world changing. So that's how we're looking at it, man. Yeah, we're looking at a global scale. Yeah. Final question, man. Yeah. Nothing's normal. Yeah. Let me hear those two words, man. Define nothing's normal. Nothing's Troy normal. Troy Miller's nothing's normal definition. Yeah, I think nothing's normal means, you know, nothing's the same. Um, so the old ways of thinking, the old ways of being from, you know, a social media standpoint, from a media standpoint, from a financial stability standpoint. Nothing is how it was. Um, like I said, 10 years ago, could you imagine yourself having a show? No. Right? 10 years ago, I couldn't imagine having a media empire. Yeah. But those things have happened because nothing's normal. Mm -hmm. So the old ways of thinking are done. There's a new revolution that is here. We're leading the financial revolution. Sure. But we're going to lead the... the okay. Yeah, we're going to lead the revolution. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to lead... What's up, man? Yeah, we're going to lead the financial revolution. But, you know, the beautiful, shit, beautiful thing about this revolution is that... It can't be stopped. Yeah. You know, a lot of times when we mm -hmm. saw revolutions in the past, you know, you kill the leader or you kill few leaders, you cut the heads off, the body don't know how to work. Yeah. Well, well, this revolution is being led by information. Mm -hmm. And so once the information it's gets out there, yeah. <laughs> once it's out there, yeah. it's going to continue to spread because mm -hmm. um, there really isn't one figurehead, yeah. right? The information is the figurehead. Yes. Wow. And so once that spreads, you can't get that back. And so people are learning things, and there's a population of people that have no idea it's happening. Yeah. And so we're just going to keep bubbling and keep bubbling into a point where it's like, oh, yeah. how did they get all this? Yeah. What's happening? What the hell Why are these numbers now? changing? Yeah. 10, 15 years from now, we're going to look bad at this moment. Like, this yeah. was a pivotal moment in the history of, of mankind, yeah. and we just happy to be a part of it. Yo, this is Troy Millens. <laughs> um, I appreciate him. My dog. This, uh... Yeah, this was special, man. My um, dog. That's all I can really say, man. I'm, I'm, in, I'm in shock. I love this fella. Uh, he's always been good. He, he's, he's the one, man. Troy <laughs> is one of the ones. Uh, if you know, if if you know, you know. If you're from, you know, our neck of the woods, you, you know the lingo, man. But uh, final thoughts, man. Final thoughts. Where can they follow you? What's next? Can we get some 2024 uh, announcements here? Nothing. Oh, man. I, you know, give, give, give. You know, uh, give me something you ain't give Steve Harvey. Give me a, I mean, give yeah, me yeah. a bomb. You, 
Tyler Perry ain't here about. Yeah, yeah, you could uh, you could find me on on your leisure, man. Like self promotion is no promotion, man. So I'm always gonna promote the brand. Yes, shout sir. out to my brothers, Mike. Shout out to Shadi. Um, find sure. me there, man. <laughs> That's first and foremost. Yeah. Um, 2024 is gonna be exciting. Uh, I told you some of the things we're gonna be doing around some of the sports leagues. That's gonna be dope. But I think the most important thing and the most exciting thing that we're doing is the curriculum. Yeah. Um, and so that goes back to education, man. It's kind of full circle for us. For you you know, especially. especially, man. We started in the classroom, and so be able to impact the classroom with the information that we're now teaching, it means so much. Um, and from a standpoint where, you know, it's not being taught in schools and it's not an elective, but there are certain schools that have electives, whether it was home ec or it was technology, you had mm -hmm. to take those electives in order yeah. to graduate. I want to make it, and I think one of our goals is to make it mandated to, to graduate high school in New York City to start, but I want to make it statewide where you have to take financial education in order to graduate, which I think everybody should, you know, it's champion. A no it's, it feels like a no-brainer, yeah. right? Um, and so we want to, you know, spearhead that. Uh, but after we do New York, New York State, uh, we want to make it a federal thing. I want to make sure that every kid has an opportunity to be educated properly about uh, finance uh, from a landscape of things, whether it be real estate, whether it be mm. investing, all forms of it. Um, and so, you know, we're really excited about that. Uh, we're about to have some some demo schools uh, early in the year. and Hopefully we can get it in the fall and, and multiple schools. Um, and of course, you know, InvestFest is coming back around the corner, so be on the lookout for that. I can't wait for InvestFest. No, it's going to be silly. No, it's going to be silly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm coming. Every InvestFest, I'm, I'm coming a little This bit one going to be silly. Yeah, Last silly. year was like. Last year was silly. This one. Sillier. The, the biggest just got bigger. Damn. How does it keep. How does that happen? <laughs> that, even, that doesn't even make sense. I want you to remember you asked me that when you see what happened. Okay. <laughs> and, and, and this is going to be the one. Listen. Another one. Look. <laughs> Listen, kids, get ready out there. Get ready to prepare for your uh, financial literacy regions test. That's get ready to yeah, hit the school system. <laughs> hey. Pass your regions, kids. Yo, pass your regions. <laughs> earn your regions. Earn your regions. <laughs> Damn. Yikes. Troy, big bro, I love you. I appreciate it. Love my guy. Yo, signing out.